Hello, hello, and welcome to this very special demo of the Awfully Cheerful Engine. Tonight, we're going to be playing an adventure called Beam Me Up by Mike Langworthy. And uh, my name is Russ, aka Morris, or Morris, aka Russ. And I'm going to be running these uh, intrepid heroes through this adventure. I'm sure they'll enjoy it. You can see the uh, look of anticipation and excitement on their faces. <laughs> So what I think we'll do very quickly is run through each of our players and we'll introduce each player and who they're playing. So shall we start with Bez, if you'd like to introduce yourself and the character you're playing. Well, I'm Bez. In real life, I'm best known for having made Yogi, which is the best party game of physical constraints. I'm clearly biased, but no one has disagreed with me so far. And in this game today, I am playing Dr. Dr. Kiara Fitzpois, a neurotic doctor who maybe doesn't have the best bedside manner just because they're a wee bit of a hypochondriac. It doesn't really help if you constantly tell your patients all the things that might be going wrong with them. Thank you very much. And Quill, should we move to you next? Yeah. So, hello, I'm Quill. Uh, I stream and I make costumes that's that's my weird connection to everything um I will be playing a character called Fidget they are just a regular old human being that's been caught up in this adventure uh they're a little bit of a goofball a little bit of a prankster they're like you know they're like being a little bit mischievous um but they're fiercely loyal to their crew and they will hurt those that betray them <laughs> always love Fidget <laughs> hey, uh, I'm Matt Cox. I'm a freelance journalist, and I will be playing Lieutenant Woof, who is a dog-like humanoid. He is uh, the gunner or security person on the ship. Uh, Woof, Lieutenant Woof, or Waffles to his friends, uh, amongst which he counts nearly everyone. Uh, he's very affectionate and loving. Uh, and a very gentle person, uh, dog person, apart from when he is violently fighting his enemies, uh, which he has an unfortunate dis disposition towards. He hates doing it, but he's very, very good at it. He often has to be kind of pressured into those kind of situations and will feel miserable about it afterwards. Mm. Uh, and yeah, he's also a little bit insecure and needs hugs and praise as much as possible. And then finally, we can't forget our intrepid captain. Sara, could you introduce yourself and your character, please? Uh, hi, I'm Sara. I'm a freelance journalist broadcaster, and I also uh, run community and media over at the wonderful M Publishing. Not that I'm biased, of course. And I will You're be paid to say that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I will be playing the wonderful, the amazing, the incredible Captain Lemon A. Hubris. Not only is Captain Hubris reckless, capricious, uh, as is befitting of a cat-like humanoid. He's also incredibly charismatic. And actually, it's kind of more of a miracle that the crew have survived for this long with Hubris than they have <laughs> without him. So I look forward to some incredibly reckless and incompetent moves on my part, which I'm sure will have no consequences for anyone ever. <laughs> what could possibly go wrong <laughs> nothing it's all going to be smooth sailing i promise you nothing will go wrong at all so space it's a vast frontier these are the voyages of the fss brazen 
his continuing mission to recklessly go where plenty of people have probably been before and to hope <laughs> a major interstellar incident isn't started in the process. The uh, FSS Brazen is captained by, uh, by <laughs> Sarah's Captain Hubris. Uh, <laughs> a charismatic yet reckless captain, and this is his crew of allegedly competent officers. <laughs> this is all going to go smoothly, I promise. So, uh, you are you are in the docking bay of Near Space Nine. Near Space Nine is at Mars. And the FSS Brazen is about to launch on its five-year mission. Everyone's very excited. There's uh, there's a crowd of journalists. There's people with uh, taking photos. There's tourists who come to Mars especially to see you. Lee. And the, the Brazen's a big ship. Think you know. Think like the, uh, the Enterprise, a big, gleaming white, gorgeous ship. Um, it's one of the flagships of the Federated League of Planets, or FLOP. As you uh, as you know it, and the flop logo is emblazoned in big blue um, sensors on the side on the side of the ship. So uh, you're on the bridge. Uh, the big view screen currently shows Admiral Harrison or Near Space Nine. He's here to see you off. He's a he's a, he's a big guy with a big sort of uh, uh, walrusy moustache, um, dressed in an impeccably um, clean and laundered and ironed uniform uh and uh he's, he's, he's looking down he's looking down the camera at you so crew of the brazen are you ready for your first mission i say i say i say uh, we're ready indeed we have the utmost faith in you captain hubris as we you should as you, you should we are entrusting you with our most valuable our newest flagship well, I can't think of anyone better to do with a job there. What, uh, what was your name again? <laughs> you jest with me. <laughs> you know, of course, that my name is Admiral Harrison, your boss. <laughs> yes, yes, finest fellow I ever met you are. Yes, yes, yes. Right, thank you. He sort of uh, twiddles his, um, his moustache a little bit. Is your crew ready? Indeed, Mr. Harrison, we are. And you would be? I am Dr. Kiara Fitzpois. I will be making sure that none of those nasty bugs gets onto this ship and keeping everybody in tip-top condition. Hmm, not Dr. Fitzpois of the Neptune Fitzpois. Indeed, none other. <laughs> I believe I met your mother. It was a long time ago. Really? Oh. Lovely lady. I ponder this for a moment and turn away with slight so, distaste. Uh, Arison starts to blush slightly and uh, he sort of harumps a little bit and then quickly, quickly <laughs> changes the subject. Um, so your first mission is to check out a distress signal. The FSS Independent is a research vessel uh, out in the Klaatu Barada system. Uh, the Klaatu Barada system is on the edge of flop space, just over the edge of flop space. So you'll be uh, you'll be, you'll be in territory not covered by flop law. And the FSS Independent sent out a distress signal about a week ago, and they've heard nothing since. 
So they'd like you to go and find out what's happening. Well, this sounds like a dangerous mission into uncharted, unknowable territories. What what say our military team, the engineer and Lieutenant Wolf? How will we deal with this danger and this risk? What shall we do? Follow you anywhere, Captain. You know I will. He's I... standing to attention with his tail wagging behind him, as it <laughs> almost constantly is. <laughs> You're a good boy, Lieutenant Wolf. A good boy. <laughs> so what what is each of you doing on the ship at the moment? So, Captain, I assume you're in the captain's chair there, looking yeah. as majestic and brave and reckless as you possibly can. Yes, I'm. I, I've got my majestic and brave and reckless sort of posture going. I'm in an extremely luxurious luxurious chair, and I'm inspecting my nails while sort of looking haughtily around. Okay, uh, Fidget, uh, where are you? Are you down in engineering? Are you on the bridge? Yeah, I've been scouting around the ship because I want to see kind of what makes this ship so special and, and, and really get to learn how it works inside and out and just, just nerding out a little bit about the engineering side of things. So the, uh, the, the ship is state of the art. It's a gorgeous, gorgeous ship. And everywhere you look, you go into engineering and it's got like the latest warp engines and all the computer systems are like Windows 97 at least. <laughs> Possibly even something more modern than that. Who knows? We, we might even have XP. No. It's not that far into the future. <laughs> but um, but the ship is, you know, it's basically your dream ship. Everything looks, nothing could possibly go wrong with the technology on this ship. You are sure. I'm so used to like just, you know, repairing and duct taping like rusted old buckets that I'm just oh I'm overjoyed at this state of the art stuff that's in front of me um, there is something you do notice however you're down in the engineering section and you know that the ship is due to leave um, space dock within about two or three minutes you notice that nobody's remembered to fire up the warp drive normally this takes about half an hour to fire up the warp drive when a ship very first leaves space dock and you've got like three minutes to get this ship going without embarrassing your fearless captain because if Admiral Harrison gives the order to go and the ship doesn't move it's not going to look great yeah it's not going to look great hmm I take a minute to think about this that's one, that's one of your two, one of your three minutes gone okay so we're <laughs> yeah. <down to> two <laughs> minutes. My, my, my options are either to just Go and tell, go and tell Captain that we ain't going nowhere, not for another like twenty-five minutes ish. <sighs> or maybe I can get this warp drive kick-started and like overclock this beast to see if we can get going on time. <laughs> Ooh, it's risky, but I don't know how. How does the Captain usually respond to news like, "Oh, we can't leave for half an hour"? Not uh, well, I would imagine. <laughs> <laughs> He's a fan of recklessness. <laughs> in that case, in that case, I think we'd better try and kickstart this warp drive. Yep, I think so. I think we're just going to have to go ahead and do it. So how are we going to do this? I mean, you've probably got a spare car battery somewhere you can plug into the warp drive. But... Yeah, yeah, there's got to be one over on the shelf somewhere, right? Yeah, I can go mad, mad dash and scramble for something, and I've got, like, a pair of uh, crocodile clips ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> because we all know this is how warp drives work. I'm yeah, sure definitely, definitely. Car battery and then some crocodile clips. Jobs are good. 
Excellent. So we're going to make our first dice roll of the evening. So we're going to be making a smarts check. And mm -hmm. because engineering is your focus, you are mm -hmm. going to add two dice to that. So your smarts is four, and you're going to be adding two dice. I'll tell you in advance, your target number is 15 to avoid okay. embarrassing the captain. If you fail, nothing bad will happen. It just means the captain's going to look a bit silly. Right. Okay. So I need to roll six dice and hopefully get a 15. Yes, which should All be right. easy. Give it a good shake. These came from Amazon today, so they'd better have some good luck in them. <laughs> <laughs> Right, let's see. Uh, 11, 12. Right, I have at least 15 here. Right, so you kick that warp drive into action. So lights start spinning up on the warp drive. You hear the familiar sound of the warp drive sort of going zoom, 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 or whatever, whatever noise warp drives make. I'm sure that's what noise warp drives make. And uh, the engineering section is bathed in sort of, I don't know, light orange light as the warp drive fires up and the engines come online. Um, Captain um, Hubris um, probably doesn't know about this. You've got no idea that your uh, your reputation was... Uh, <laughs> was uh, <laughs> yes, I, I thought that the warp drive was a type of dance and I am just singing <laughs> the theme tune of let's do the warp <laughs> drive again. Let's do the warp drive. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear, <laughs> oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. Um, so finally, um, what is uh, what is the doctor doing at the moment? At the moment, I am in my quarters. I am spraying everything with cleaning fluid and making sure that everything is just clean because, you know, it's a new place. I'm a bit careful. I'm a bit concerned about, and then I go over to the captain and Excuse me, Captain, can I just... Um, and I start spraying the controls and wiping all, down all the buttons, trying not to touch anything but or press any buttons accidentally, but who knows? Ooh, well, let's recoiling out. away. <laughs> let's find out whether you touch any buttons accidentally, shall we? So, let's have a moves check. That's 3d6. You just have to beat a 10. Five... Oh my gosh, nine. <laughs> <laughs> oh so, so folks, what what button do you think that the doctor pressed accidentally? What should we go with? Not the self-destruct button. I'm taking that off the, the table. The, <laughs> the mischievous fidget thinks it would be real funny if we departed a whole minute early, just to really. The champagne bottle was going to go and it just straight up hits nothing. <laughs> so, 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 yeah, okay. So the uh, the ship's due to leave in two minutes, three minutes or so. As the doctor sprays down the uh, piloting console uh, just in front of the captain, because I think the captain's actually your pilot here, um, kind of like elbowing the captain out of the way. I apologise, Captain. I just need to make sure that, you know, everything's clean, of course. You understand. What? And you hit that big red launch button, <laughs> by mistake. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> Sorry. I would say that um, as, as, as the Doctor is spraying, the Captain is so busy ranting about what's going on and is there a terrible disease <laughs> and are we all going to die soon as she sprays <laughs> that he recoils back, knocking her into the buttons. <laughs> 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 so, the ship takes off at warp factor four. There we go. I've got a D6. You shoot it off at warp factor four, which is really fast. 
uh, space dock dwindles behind you in seconds and you're all pressed back in your seats. Of course you have seatbelts, don't you? Does spaceship I'm, have seatbelts? I, I think I'm well, still down in the engine room. I think yeah. I'm in trouble. I get knocked over. <laughs> I think what we'll do here, we'll all make a style check and we'll just see how, how cool you are. Whether you manage to style this out or whether you fall over and then stand up again quickly and go, oh, I meant to do that. And I guess I'm quite lucky, so this would be yeah, a lot. Yeah, you can actually get lucky. Sixteen. Yep, you're fine. You're fine. You uh, you you brazen that out without a problem. Flap my wings, and I managed. Unfortunately, you managed to tumble over a railing and land <laughs> flat on your face. It's not a great look. Woof tries to regain what little dignity he had to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Quill. Right, so I need to roll three, yeah? Uh, for your uh, for your style, where are we? Quill, I can't even find you now. Sorry, it's three. Uh, there we go. Uh, style three, yes. Yeah. All right, let's go. Uh, oh, that's not good. I got six. Oh, dear. You were also flat on your head. Remember, you have six, um, you have six karma dice. You can yep. use those at any time, and you can use them after you roll as well. Ah, okay. Well, you know what? It feels early on, but let's do it. Why not? <laughs> Why not? Let's see if I can style this out. I'm right, not trying to encourage you to use them all up in advance. No, no, I've, no, no, no. I've managed to get the engine going. You know what? Even before time. So that's good. <laughs> <laughs> so I need to try and style this bit out, right? <laughs> so for my karma dice, what do I need to roll? Uh, you can just add as many dice as you like. You can add one and then add another one if it doesn't roll high enough for your liking. So. Cool, so I can just spend one karma per one die? Yes. Yeah. Fab, all right, well, let's go for one. What do we got? Uh, it's simple math, you think I could do this. <laughs> <laughs> I am now at eight. Eight, are you gonna roll another one? Yeah, let's do it, let's do one more. Mm. Go on. <gasps> Three, eleven. Right, you've finally beaten the ten, which was the target number. Yeah. You uh, you basically sort of like staggered to one side, overcorrected, staggered again to the other <laughs> side, overcorrected <laughs> again, and then came back to the middle and there's like, just started whistling. Yeah, that none, none happened. It was fine. I'm cool. Yep, yep. No, no one saw anything. No, no, no one saw anything. Right, and I think it's only the captain left to go now, is that right? Uh, yes, so I rolled earlier, I got a 16. Oh, you're fine then. Wow. Probably because probably you're in the captain's chair and it's fine. You know, <laughs> I like it's, it's got big arms which you can hang on to. Well, you probably didn't even notice, you were so busy pontificating that you didn't even notice that the ship's uh, taken off at warp factor four and is already out past Jupiter and flying out into the depths of space. <laughs> yeah, I'm just staring at my martini glass, just sort of focusing on the olive inside of it, see a slight ripple in it. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, everything all right? Oh, I suppose it's fine. I'm just drinking. <laughs> Uh, from, from the floor, I'll say, oh, is your drink all right, Captain? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, think, I, I think I'm going to give you a karma point for that, Lieutenant Wolf. Thinking, thinking of the Captain first, despite the fact that you're face down on the floor. Your, your first thought was for your Captain and your Captain's drink. So uh, Thank you very I'll, much. Give you, I'll give you a karma point for that. So was there um to seven karma points you have. Cool. Was there any penalty for Woof beyond embarrassment? Just embarrassment. Okay. okay. I'm not that mean right at the start of the adventure. <laughs> <laughs>
You have three hours. What's that mean yet? (laughs) (laughs) As I said, nothing can possibly go wrong. So you are rocketing towards the Klaatu Barada 6 system. So this is going to take you probably about three or four days. So I think let's go around, let's go around the table and let's just see what you guys are up to. And maybe you could do something related to your trait, earn yourself a karma point during, how do you spend those six, four or five days? So let's start, let's start with the captain. So what's the captain doing for, for this period of time? Uh, spinning around in his pl- plush leather chair. Mm. Um, sort of pouring martinis, making martinis. He's got a cocktail bar just sort of round the side of the ship. Uh, he's, on the bridge? Yeah, yeah, just on the bridge. <laughs> you know, it, it, it folds out, you know, because it's really futuristic. You know, we're talking like, you know, Windows XP style technology. Right, so, right. you know, that there is a there is a cocktail no, bar. No, it's not Windows XP yet, remember. Come on. <laughs> oh, wait, come sorry. On. Pre-XP. So it doesn't completely yeah. fold out. You know, I've got to get Paul Lieutenant Woof to, like, shake it a bit. <laughs> but you know, I am gonna slash cocktail server <laughs> <laughs> so all the weapons controls are actually on the bars oh definitely yeah <laughs> you know like a star trek where wharf stands but it looks a bit like a bar behind the captain you know that bit where he stands so basically it's like that but basically you've got the uh, the cocktail bar there instead <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, very, very important. So um, I'm I'm making themed cocktails. You know, I got a cosmic shaker, all sorts. So um, I've invented a few cocktails. Um, and now and again, when I just sort of get bored, I zone out and just kind of press some of the buttons now and again. Uh, and I also just sort of stroll around the ship telling everyone about my great adventures for sort of the last 10 years. Uh, mm. And they, they've all gotten really good at just sort of zoning out as I do this, <laughs> you know, sort of doing other tasks. <laughs> mm. Okay, so I'll give you a karma point for that. So you're now, you started with 10 because you're the captain, so you're now up to 11 karma points. Remember, your special ability is you can donate karma points to other people. So your mm. ability is to inspire people. So that's why you've got all those karma points you can you can help anybody out at any time by offering them a bit of advice some inspiration whatever and you can do that after the fact as well just like uh, just like quill did when she was making me they were making the um um engineering checks sure sure thing i'll bear i'll bear that in mind the captain will bear that in mind sue who we're gonna go with let's go with uh let's go with lieutenant worth next then so up on the up on the bar slash gunning Console. Uh, I'm actually going to say Wolf has been ordered to train uh, a little bit in the holodeck, which I presume we have. Yeah, we uh, definitely um, have a holodeck, and there definitely isn't an adventure that's linked to holodecks in this thing at all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, which he's he's very reluctant to go in. He kind of has to be ushered in by some people from the lower decks because uh, he, he really doesn't like fighting. But when he's in there, something snaps and he kind of zones out. And normal, normal Wolf is briefly gone for the time it takes Ooh. him to dispatch his training. Oh dear! Oh dear! And then he, then he comes to and whimpers a bit. <laughs> so crawls so out of the holiday. Wolf is very, very good at fighting, at brawling, and at shooting. So when it comes to a fight, Wolf is definitely the person you want on your side. That's right. Yeah. So in um, werewolfing. <laughs> so have yourself a karma point. 
Thank you. So next we will go with Dr. Fitzpoir. Is the well, sometimes the captain is leaving wee glasses around and the doctor is <laughs> Please, captain, do remember, we can't have a breeding ground for fungus or other nasty microbes. And, of course, um, Fitzpois is taking it upon themselves to polish off every surface over and over, three times a day, four times a day, um, and basically going... Gr- to the point where everyone from the lower deck thinks, well, there's no job for the cleaning crew here. <laughs> <laughs> so is, is the doctor actually really annoying with this, getting in the way? And how, how, what, 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 what does the rest of the crew of the ship think about this? I imagine the rest of the crew being slightly bemused. Right. Maybe the, the doctor might be ruffling a few feathers. Oh, I should have mentioned um, that Dr. Kiara Fitzpois is an owlish, feathery, mm-hmm. fluffy creature. But um, so Fitzpois might be ruffling a few feathers of the captains, but for the most part, people are appreciative. Okay. Wolf's not a fan. <laughs> Doesn't understand this. <laughs> Mm. Uh, I imagine that uh, the captain is so used to uh, the doctor cleaning up after him that he basically just thinks that she's sort of like a waitressing service, you know, finishes <laughs> a glass, doctor swoops in, you know, literally flies down, grabs it, presumably with her little talons, so you don't actually takes it really, away. You said you don't actually realise that this is your ship's doctor. I'd say that, like, <laughs> I, under- I understand that the doctor does doctoring things, right. but I sort of don't, I'm just sort of like, oh, I assume this is just part of the medical training. <laughs> just sort of throwing the, uh, the drinks over. <laughs> okay. Oh, Captain, please, please do remember to clean your glasses. For gosh sake, Captain. So I think the doctor <laughs> definitely deserves a karma point for that. And finally, Lieutenant Fidget, down in engineering. What is Lieutenant Fidget spending the next sort of four or five days doing? Lieutenant Fidget has been developing some pranks. Oh, no. Maybe maybe some goofs. Oh, dear. Goofs. <laughs> so F- Fidget has noticed that uh, the Doctor is maybe a little bit neurotic, one could say, with the, <laughs> with the cleaning, um, and thinks it might be real funny to super glue a coin of some sorts to one of the sides and just leave it there. Not in a place that's overly obvious, but once you've noticed it, it's going to really just click away i think i think we're going to make some dice rolls here so i think we're going to take uh fidget's uh style stat with your comedy focus so that's Mm -hmm. five dice and that will be against i think the doctor's smarts stat just to see whether or not you spot this or you realize what's going on And 16. Ooh. All right. I've got three sixes, which feels like <laughs> the right number. <laughs> three sixes and two ones. So that is uh, 20. 20. Yeah. So, um, so yes, the Doctor really does fall for this. So how does this play out, Dr. Fitzbois? You really fall for this completely. Head, uh, what's, the, what's the phrase? Hook, line, and sinker. That's the phrase. So I start off think, what is this? Why can't I not? trying to pick it off with my talons and then trying to get a little 
um, knife in there, trying to use some sorts of tools, saying, "Have you? Have you? Has anyone seen this? It's it's an abomination against our <laughs> white walls. What's going on? My gosh!" So what, what is Fidget doing? Is Fidget watching? Is Fidget like peering around a corner? What's yeah, Fidget doing? I, I'm totally peering around the corner and like <laughs> watching this all unfold while like unknowingly to the doctor I have a, like a little bottle of like dissolvent to remove the coin later. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's just mean. I whip <laughs> my head around um, but then Fidget whips out of sight. And, oh, what's... I thought I saw something. <laughs> oh, gosh, what's going on? Uh, Fidget, I think you can have both of your uh, karma points back for that. Okay, there we go. That was fun. So, <laughs> the ship arrives at uh, the Klaatu Barada system after sort of four or five days. Um, as you approach approach the system, uh, you've probably been radioing ahead for the FSS Independent, trying to find out what's wrong, why why they sent a distress signal a week ago, what's going on, but you're getting no reply at all. Nothing, just silence. So you enter the system, you're on the edge of the system, which is a system with half a dozen planets. What, what do you think you might do now? Uh, I would make a speech. Captain, what would your orders be? Yeah. Uh, well, first off, I would make a speech about the system where I would talk about my great knowledge of the system, um, even though I've never been there before and this is the first time I've heard of it. <laughs> so, you know, I, I, I will walk sort of dominantly across the deck, just being like, ah, yes, the system. Well, I've heard many a tale and just sort of uh, inspecting my nails, sort of strolling through. Um, and... I would sort of, as I'm making my talk, I would pause dramatically and be like, Forsooth, we have not had a word of contact. What is it about the contact? What is happening? Someone, please tell me. Um, and we'll sort of basically begin panicking uh, due to us not hearing anything and sort of waiting for my considerably more competent crew to come to a solution with this thing <laughs> that is <laughs> upsetting me. Wolf is just getting more agitated as he risks it. Maybe uh, I think possibly someone needs to make a scan of the system. I was going to say, maybe I could like signal boost our our, like communications to see if it's just their signal is too weak for us to pick up from this distance. You definitely can. So um, let's talk about the ship for a second. So uh, a starship has four stats just like a character has. Those stats are science, which is all of the nifty electronics on the ship. So it's the scanners, it's the translocators, which are the teleportation devices, it's the med bays, it's the science labs. It's all the tech on the ship comes under science. Um, The shields are the things that ensure you don't blow up, quite important. Uh, the size of the ship just tells you how big it is. So like a, a size one ship is like the size of a shuttle. Uh, a size 10 ship is like a like a Death Star. So the, uh, the, the FSS Brazen is a size four ship. So it's fairly large, about the size of a battleship. And finally, warp, which is basically how fast your ship can go. Um, the most important thing here for the moment is the science score. So your ship has a science score of three. 
Now, generally, when you're in your ship, you might make an engineering check to do something, or you might make a smarts check to do something, or to scan something, or to use communicators, or whatever. If you're using the ship's systems, because the ship has like AIs and stuff like that, sometimes you can just ask the ship to do it instead, and then pretend it was you all along. So if you're if you're scoring something is less than three, you might ask the ship to do it. The ship will use its science score of three to do it, and then you could just make it look like the you know that was you. It wasn't it wasn't you just asking the ship to do it. You did it all by yourself completely. So there's always that backup score of three that you can ask the ship to do. Did that make sense? I hope it did. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like when someone asks you for something and you're like, yeah, I know how to make that. And then you just go on to Google at the back. Yeah, it's like having a mobile phone at the pub quiz. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm just popping to the loo. I'll be back in a minute before the next question. Honest, that sort of thing. <laughs> so at any time, you can roll three dice for the ship rather than whatever your own score is, if it's technology okay. related. Um, that aside, I don't think you need to bear fidget because your engineering score is, I think, five dice, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so you don't need to at all. So if you want to... Uh, six dice, in fact. Sorry, it is six, isn't it? Yeah. It is six, okay. yeah. Right. Let's, let's give this a try. Okay. I apologise. I'm not great at arithmetic so engineers uh, don't need to count i'm sure i'm sure yeah isn't, isn't <laughs> you're, you're just eyeball it is yeah, is, is that an inch or is that a centimeter i don't know <laughs> science works yeah <laughs> so i've got 10 14 18 21 and then add six 27 you are amazing at this so <laughs> you've boosted the signal of the ship scanners and suddenly the ship scanners are scanning in such high definition and detail that you're getting so much information about this system is. But the important bit of information you get is that orbiting Klaatu Barada 6, the sixth planet in the system, you found the FSS independent. It's there. It's orbiting. Uh, there is power to the ship, but it doesn't appear to be doing much. But it is there. It's going to take you about an hour to get there. Right, okay. I, I will report all of this back to our captain. As soon as Visit Chad just says this, I will, I, I will shout, What ho! I see it! I see it in the distance! <laughs> <laughs> you have a spy class, despite the fact that you're looking at a, a view screen. Oh, yeah. a spy class. <laughs> <laughs> I can just imagine you looking for a spy class. Oh, yeah, like I get out a spy glass and inside it is a smaller spy glass. <laughs> and I'm like, just putting it out, it's presumably Lieutenant Wolf sort of holds up parts of it. <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> um, and yeah, and, and yes, I clay. And then I shout, come crew to new frontiers! Um, and sort of wait awkwardly <laughs> for everyone to cheer. <laughs> so uh, are you going to approach the independent or stay at safe distance? What are you, you going to do? Safety? What's that? No, of course not. <laughs> right in there. Right, right. So what, right up next to it? Uh, yeah, just going in through. Okay, okay. So uh, you approach the independent, and as you get closer, you can see that the independent um, it's still powered up. The uh, exterior lights are on, but most of the major systems appear to be powered down. Um, 
as you get within about four or five minutes of it, as you get quite close, the comms unit, the comms um, console crackles into life. Who's, who's going to answer the comms console? Uh, when it begins crackling, I'm going to go and drop it because I'm frightened. <laughs> so <laughs> I will put on a glove, pick it up, give it a wee dusting and then answer it. <laughs> Hello? You hear this is, this is Captain Catch. Can you, can you hear me? We can barely hear you, Captain. Let me turn off the static maker. And then all the. <laughs> <laughs> you hear someone flick a, flick a switch, and suddenly the voice is coming in loud and clear. <laughs> Sorry, I always, I always forget to turn that thing off. <laughs> Why do they design these things with that on by default? I don't know. <laughs> Hello, Captain. What is going on in your vessel? Oh, nothing. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Nothing nothing to worry about here. No, no, you might as well just uh, head back home. Nothing going on here. It's all fine. It has taken us three days to get here. We might as well pop over for tea. Oh and no 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 need up. no need no need no need it's uh, it's, uh, it's 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 uh, you know it's, it's it's Mexican night tonight and uh, yeah, everything's fine everything's it fine. sounds like there will be lots of rubbish and stuff to clean up I better come over I mean we do we do have we do have cleaning crew I mean we do we do have cleaners what are you sure that they are good enough I mean sometimes it can help <laughs> if different people clean up sometimes. <laughs> So, um, Woof, you're, uh, one of your abilities is that you're very empathic mm -hmm. uh, and uh, everyone can overhear this conversation. Um, do you want to make a quick roll and see sure. if you can pick up anything from the uh, from Ketch's voice? So that would be two from the thing and then two extra because I'm empathic. Yeah. And any uh, karma you want to throw in as well? Uh... Okay, let's see how I do. Twelve. Uh, you might want to chuck some in. Go on then, let's spend another... Another what? Another karma? That puts you up to thirteen. Let's spend another karma. And that's uh, nineteen. Okay, so... That'll do. So, catch is clearly lying. Something is going on on board that ship, and catch doesn't want you to know. He's clearly lying, Captain. <laughs> yes, I, I... About that ship. <laughs> he doesn't want us to know about. It, I'm sure of it. <laughs> yes, it's very hard to get tacos out in this corner of the universe. Definitely lying about the Mexican <laughs> food, and I was quite excited about that. Well, mm. Lieutenant Wolf, I think we'd best get on board. How should we proceed? Suddenly, all the lights on the catch, uh, on the catch, not as Captain Catch, all the lights on the Independent. Captain Ketch doesn't have lights on, but uh, the Independent does. Uh, turn red. And the ship's computer announces that the, the Independent is locking weapons on the brazen. I'm oh, no. sure there's nothing to worry about here. <laughs> what do you do? Are we still on the phone? <laughs> yeah, yeah. My gosh, Captain Ketch, what, what are you doing? 
Sorry, yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't hear you. Someone appears to have turned the static machine on again. <laughs> yeah, going into a tunnel, going into a tunnel, and then it cuts off. <laughs> uh, your instruments to show and catch uh, the catch. The independence has rotated to point directly towards the Rosen, and its weapons are powering up. Wolf, Wolf is looking very nervously at the flashing red buttons in front of him, and he's sort of snapping from the captain <laughs> to the buttons. <laughs> Wolf, I, I, I think it might be time to go to war again. Are you ready? <sighs> Are you ready, old boy? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> we, we don't know what they're going to do yet. Let's give him... I'm maybe going to oh over to We've got to do something. Are. We've got to do something. I don't know. I'm going to... And then I hide in my quarters. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, what did you say Fidget was doing there? I'm, I'm maybe going to slide over to where the shield controls are. Just Good make idea. sure, make sure that they're up and running. Because they weren't. But now they are. <laughs> so I hope you should quickly... Switches the shields on, just in case. Because the captain hasn't actually ordered this. What is the cap? Is the captain ordering anything? Is the captain doing anything? Uh, the captain is making a speech about how his father, a hubris, uh, told him <laughs> that uh, re- regrets were much worse than consequences. Uh, and he is uh, basically just attempting to rouse Wolf into war. Oh dear. <laughs> so... The independent opens fire. So the defense of your ship is eight. The independent is rolling three dice in an attempt to hit your ship with its blazers. That is the name of the energy weapons used by Flop. You also have handheld side sidearm blazer pistols, but these are the big shipboard blazers. We have a 10, which is a direct hit. The blazer smashes straight into your shields. It does two points of damage. You have three points of shield. So your shields are down by two thirds now. One more hit is going to go through your shields. What is everybody going to do? I get Wolf is going to very, very gingerly with like his shielding his eyes from his paw <laughs> as it approaches the firing buttons. And he does. <laughs> he does just about make himself fire what weapons we have (laughs) okay so uh you have got uh blazers just like the independent and you have boson torpedoes uh the torpedoes you have a limited supply of but they do twice as much damage as the blazers so it depends on how how aggressive you're feeling i guess uh he's just gone for the lasers (laughs) just the blazers okay so the uh the target number to hit the independent is Hey, have a look. Uh, an eight. You're making a shooting check. You're very good at this. You have, I believe, six dice. Yes, six dice. Okay. You only need to get eight. You're very, very good at this. I've, I've got a lot more than eight. Twenty-one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the uh, the blazers rake across the independent and. Uh, uh, who was who was on the shields? I think Fidget was on the shields. You can see that the independent shields are now down. You've taken down the independent shields. Your shields are barely up. The independents are down, and the, the uh, independent is now firing again. Um, just before you do that, Fidget, did you want to do anything? 
Um, One of your abilities is you can pump up the shields. Yeah, I'm going to pump up the shields. Um, I'm going to be like, Captain, we've got one hit in us left before our shields are down. Their shields are already down. So if you want to think about board and think of that, and in the meantime, let's get a shield boost going. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you don't need to make a roll. It's your special ability. You can just pump up the shields by, uh, by one point. So your shields are now back up to two points, which will be enough to... And the independent misses anyway. If the independent had hit, that would have been enough to just about protect you from, from that blazer blast. But the independent misses wildly. It like shoots off into completely the wrong direction. Probably hits the planet below and destroys a small city block or something. I don't know. <laughs> but it completely misses, completely misses you. Um, and that then means it is... You'll go again. What are you doing? Well... They're still firing at us, so they're getting another <laughs> another tentative laser shot. Can I aim this anywhere in particular? Can I try and take out their weapons? Maybe? You can try. You can certainly try. So you are going to lose two dice if you do that, but if you hit, you will take out their weapons. Um, so I, instead of rolling six, you'll be rolling four dice. Um, seeing like Woof sort of putting their paw up, I will I will give I will give Woof two karma points uh, by uh, pat like patting him. And and being like you're a good dog wolf and you're an even finer lieutenant. Woof <laughs> accepts this phrase. You, you can see it. You feel inspired by this. I do. <laughs> so those two that uh, the captain just gave you basically cancel out the two for taking gotcha. that. So you're just rolling your flat um, six dice. That is. 25. Wow. The uh, independence weapon systems are down. The shields are down. The weapons are down. I think we're safe now, Captain. <laughs> the comms unit comes up again. Captain Catch! Captain Catch! Captain Catch! I think it's time we have a meeting, don't you think so, Catch? Uh, uh, it wasn't... It wasn't us. It was hostage. Is well, you should have said that earlier, boy. You have to help. Then you hear a noise, and then and then it goes silent. Well, I'm sure there's nothing to worry about there, but I I would like to see what's uh, going on in that ship. You think it would be prudent to board, everyone? We'll we'll see. I mean, could we could we maybe um may, let yes sure let me just get my cleaning fluids <laughs> <laughs> well Stephanie disconcerted after hearing hearing the sounds over the phone but he is prepared he's prepared to board I think the phone, by the way, on the ship is probably like a Nokia thirty three ten or something. It's, it's, what the, yeah, it's what the ship uses for um, for communications. <laughs> so you have two choices uh, in order to board the other ship. You can take a shuttle, or you have translocators, which basically means you can beam over there. It's entirely up to you. Well, I, I think we've got to go for the beams, right? I mean, you know. Yes, we've had the beam upgrade for quite a while now and not had the chance to use it. Excellent! Uh, <laughs> and uh, I assume that the beams are controlled by someone more technically competent. Or would I control the beams? 
I think you probably have a, a specialist officer whose responsibility it is to operate the uh, the translocator beams. Okay. Fidget! Fidget! It's time to unleash the beams! Let's go! Beams! Boom! <laughs> <laughs> so, so the way translocator beams works is you can't beam through shields. Now, you've taken down the independent shields, so you can mm-hmm. beam onto the ship, no problem whatsoever. You will have to drop your own shields to do it, though. Mm-hmm. However, most ships, including the independent, will also have little localized shields around like engineering and around um, the bridge, just so that bad guys can't beam straight onto the bridge or beam a bomb straight into engineering or something. So what really important locations on a ship you can't beam into when those when those mini shields are up. So you'll just be beaming anywhere else on the ship you want, but not engineering and not the bridge. So where where would you like to beam to? Hmm. Where would be the most prudent location to beam, Fidget? I feel like maybe beaming down onto one of the lower decks and working our way up might be a good idea. Because they're not likely to have anything precious there, so we shouldn't be blocked by anything. I like it. I like it. Okay. I wonder if it would be worth going into the kitchen, seeing if they do have any tacos. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Is it really Mexican now? <laughs> was that part of lie too? Lieutenant Wolf, were they lying about the Mexican food? <laughs> I'll let you decide that, Matt. Were they or were they not? Uh, I'm going to say I couldn't tell. I'm going to hold. There, there is hope of tacos. I'm not going to crush that hope. <laughs> Good. We grief. might find burritos. <laughs> this is like Schrodinger's cat. I don't know if the burritos were mm. there to start with. Schrodinger's, well, Schrodinger's burrito. <laughs> Schrodinger's burrito. That famous science concept. Science. Yeah. Uh, so, yes. so we're going for the kitchens, are we? Yes. I mean, I don't suppose that they'd keep anything of value in the kitchens beyond the burritos, would they? So hopefully it fits in within Fidget's plan. What do you guys say? Let's go find us some burritos, boys. (laughs) (laughs) So Fidget, let's see how well you can aim with the translocator beam. Right. Okay. What am I rolling? Uh, So you are rolling, it'll be an engineering check again. So six dice. Um, your target for this it is quite difficult. You are going to need a 20 to land in the kitchens. If you okay. roll less than 20, you will end up on the ship, but you will end up in the wrong place. I will, okay. give, I will give Fidget uh, two, two karma points. Okay. Um, and, I, and I'll be like, you'll get us those burritos, Fidget. Right. Okay. Uh, ooh, okay, it's looking a bit rough. Well, we're rolling eight dice now, I think, aren't we? Those two I'm going to have to roll one extra because I don't have. Um, I don't have, I don't have eight. Uh, five, seven, ten, sixteen, and I'll roll one more. Nineteen. Nineteen. So oh, close. I will right. give. I'll give you one more comma point. <laughs> <laughs> How right. many comma points have you got left now? Uh, I've got seven left now. Okay. Okay. Two, 21. 21, you did it. You were going to all appear in uh, the loos, in the toilets, which would not have been a great place to arrive. However, at the last second, you did realise, wait, wait, I forgot to carry the six. 
<laughs> we, we calculated we've, the coordinates. We've established my math isn't amazing, <laughs> all right? <laughs> and you materialize in the kitchens. So, standing in the kitchen, you can see a large, hulking individual, heavily muscled, uh, with short, cropped hair, looks human-ish, um, but just kind of a bit bigger than any human could really be. Sort of like, you know, Dwayne Johnson or something like that. Just bigger than any human could possibly be. <laughs> so um, this, this, this person is wearing, you can, see, you can see them from behind, so you can't see their face, but is wearing what appears to be a uniform. But the uniform is kind of a bit old fashioned. It's not like a modern, you know, you wear these like slick, shiny jumpsuits or something. It's like, this is like, like a hundred years old, this uniform. It's kind of like a jacket and a, you know. And uh, that person is digging through a box of burritos. <laughs> <laughs> yes! <laughs> they were real. They were real all along. Uh, Hubris wipes a single tear from his eye. <laughs> Mission accomplished. <laughs> Priorities. Can, can I say to Lieutenant Wolf, who I believe has a good knowledge on a sense of style of like maybe he recognizes when or where this uniform yes, comes from? Fashion. Your uh, your style uh-huh. focus is fashion. You probably would be able to. Would you like to make a quick roll there, Lieutenant Wolf? Sure. If you can recognize this uniform. So that's... uh, 18. You do recognize the uniform. This is the uniform of a illegal group of super soldiers (laughs) from a century ago. These super soldiers were created for uh, for some war by Flop. Um, the war was won, and Flop kind of disowned the super soldiers. Um, to your knowledge, no one heard of them ever again. But this was a hundred years ago, probably before any of you guys were born. So it's all history book stuff. I'll um, I'll whisper to to Captain Hubris as best I can. So it's it's the super floppers. <laughs> They're back somehow. <laughs> the super floppers. Well, I say, yes, yes, a most terrible lot. And uh, I'll talk about how dastardly they are, even though I know nothing about them. <laughs> <laughs> super floppers. Yes, the super floppers. Okay. Um, the super flopper, for that is what they are now called. <laughs> finishes the burrito and turns around. So you can see it's like a seven foot tall man, a scar down the side of his face, uh, dressed in a uniform with uh, a blazer rifle slung across his uh, slung across his his, his back. Um, his you know his like muscles are like as, as big as your torsos. He's enormous. He's like clearly clearly superhuman in some way. And he finishes the last burrito, he looks up and goes, what? Who are you? And but- his hand goes towards his blazer wife. 
Hold up there, son. You don't look very well at all. What are you even doing here? Whose burritos are these? Doctor, <laughs> check check this man over. He seems unwell. But, but yes. Doctor yes. said the eels would have you all. Let me check How your did temperature. You escape the eels? Please, let me te- check your temperature. And I t- take out... Please, 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 sit down. Sit down. We must check that you are fit to have had these burritos. Please <laughs> open your mouth. Let me put in a thermometer. Okay. He points, he points his ooh, laser ooh, rifle ooh. at you and says, Get away from me! No, this is terrible. You are one degree too high. Do you know what sorts of terrible illnesses result in you being one degree too high? Illness? Yes, you could be ill. What? Tell me what? What? What is? What is wrong with me? I mean, first we are going to have to properly examine you. We will have to take you to the medical bay. We will have to take you for a full examination (laughs) for an MRI. Hmm. What about? What about the Duchess? Oh, tell us about. We must tell the Duchess. Yes, take us to the Duchess. Uh, okay. Uh, she's on the bridge. Are you sure you're supposed to be here? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. Uh, can I but- use a persuasion check to be like, yes, yes, we... Well, I say a persuasion check. It's basically a deception check. And I'm like, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. We heard that there was some unclassified burritos in this area and that uh, there may be a sickness, a terrible sickness. Fitzpar, well, tell them about the sickness. Talking crap is the thing that you are best at. It, it is. I'm very proud of that. Uh, looking at your stats here, you're not actually good at anything, but you are good at pretending to be good at it. All you need. <laughs> so you're actually rolling seven dice for that. You've got a style of five, and you have the persuasion focus. You've got seven dice to roll for that. And this this super soldier is not the brightest. He's not going to be hard to deceive. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll, gi- I'll give it a shot. That's a 27. Blimey. That's such a good role that not only have you convinced him that he's ill, he's actually feeding the symptoms. (laughs) (laughs) He's basically convinced himself that he's ill. He's starting to sort of waver a bit. He's he's perspiring, sweat running down his face and and his eyes are sort of slightly out of focus and his speech is a little bit slow. I I don't, I don't feel well. What? What is wrong with me? It could have been anything. It could have been something in the burritos. The burritos! <laughs> he looks, he glares at the box of burritos, then points his blazer rifle at the burritos <laughs> and pulls the trigger. And disintegrating <laughs> the entire collection of burritos. Uh, the good side of that is they are kind of flash cooked just before they're disintegrated and the entire kitchen now smells <laughs> delicious, delicious aroma of, of delicious burritos. But sadly, the burritos are no more. Well, let's go home. I, <laughs> We're done here. <laughs> I try to not be, reveal my true sadness because honestly, 
Tabritos were giving me my only purpose in life. <laughs> and now without Tabritos, I just do not know. No, there's no reason. That's it. The super soldier sits down heavily on a chair. He's, I'm too weak to even move now. <laughs> <laughs> What's happened to me? Am I dying? I, I, I'm so sorry, son. Uh, you know, I, I'm sure that you've done a good service. But yes, no, you, you should be looked at. And uh, you should tell the others. You should tell the others about the terrible sickness that was contained within the burritos. I was so at the Battle of Nevada 4, you know. Oh, the Battle of... Uh, I mean, do I know? I mean, it doesn't really matter if I know, because I'm just going <laughs> to pretend I do anyway. Uh, sorry, yes. It was like 100 years ago. It was, you know, it was like... <laughs> It's like yeah. the equivalent of, you know, uh, Admiral Nelson or something talking about talking about his battles. It's like stuff that you've maybe heard about in a history book, but you probably don't know much about it unless you're a history buff. Mm -hmm. Yes, my father was definitely at that battle and his father's father. It was a sad time for everyone. You've done good work, son. Let's just take you to the medical bay now. Yes, yes. Take me to the medical bay. Please, Fitzroy, help this poor, ill, really ill man up. I help him gingerly, puts, putting on gloves before I He's do so. He's quite sweaty. <laughs> please, please, stand up. And I bring out a little hand cloth and give it a little mop. And then, please, help me pick you up. Okay, lead the way to the medical bay. Let's us go there together so that <laughs> I can give you a proper thorough examination and try to make you better. So do you want to make a quick smarts check to navigate to the medical bay? You probably know the general layout of flop ships. You generally know where the medical bay probably is. So you can add your medicine Ooh, in there. Um, uh, 10... 20. Yeah, you know exactly where it is. So um, you jump into Turbo Lift 7. You hit the correct, um, the, the, the correct button. The uh, Turbo Lift, it's called a Turbo Lift, but it moves really, really, really slowly. <laughs> and you're just standing there with this, with this super soldier being forced to make awkward small talk with him for about, it feels like an eternity. <laughs> and there's this really, really, really dreary lift music playing as well. Really tinny, dreary lift music playing. Buff <laughs> <laughs> is just nodding away. <laughs> Are you all going or is it just the Doctor? Hmm. Well, it depends because we could... So we've got a, a couple of options here. We could split up. Basically, a couple of us go with the, go with the super soldier to keep him kind of placated and then the, and, and then, uh, the others go off into the uh, other part where, they, where the Duchess and nothing is. Nothing ever bad happened when people split the party. Oh, no, that's true. Splitting the party is always the best idea and nothing <laughs> bad has ever happened in the history of tabletop games. Um, but yeah, I suppose, um, yes, the captain would order everyone to go to the medical bay um, and then, and sort of as we're as we're going, encourage like fidget, fidget, and woof to kind of be scouting the ship for weaknesses uh, and any anything that kind of might help us and the location and who our enemy is. I, I implore them both to know thine enemy, know them. <laughs> and, uh, I told you, Captain, they're, they're the super floppers. <laughs> <laughs> so the interesting thing you notice is that the ship's almost deserted as you travel towards the medical bay. 
normally you would expect crew members to be moving up and down. The, it'd be quite crowded. Um, a ship this size has a crew of about 500. Uh, you'd be running into engineers and, you know, pilots and uh, chefs and, you know, every, everyone that's needed to run a ship. There's about 500 of them. You're, not, you're, you're walking through empty corridors. You can't see in through a couple of doorways and you're seeing empty rooms. You know, there's a science lab as you pass it. This is a science ship. Um, there's a science lab. It's empty. There's no one in there. Normally that would be teeming with scientists working hard. Can I maybe try and sniff out where people might be? You absolutely can. That would be a smart check. Okay. Oh, I'm not good at smarts. <laughs> ah, no. Do I get any any bonus for my... I'll give you an extra dice because you are a dog. I am a dog. You are a dog. <laughs> good boy. <laughs> Such a good boy. The finest boy. <laughs> only a seven. The woofiest <laughs> boy. <laughs> Unfortunately, all you can smell is burrito. Somehow, they, that burrito smell got into the air conditioning system. And it's now being pumped through the entire ship. And where you probably would normally be able to track where people have been, all you can smell anywhere you go now is burrito. Could be worse. <laughs> there are worse things to smell, to be fair. Every cloud, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, Hubris is tormented by the burrito smell. <laughs> <laughs> he just really wanted a burrito. It's been oh. a long day. <laughs> it's a sad, sad, sad day. So, you make it to the medical bay. And you, when you get there, you find that the medical bay is also deserted, apart from one patient lying on the on a, on a bed the patient is uh say a turtle humanoid turtle like a teenage mutant ninja turtle you know half show and everything lying on but in a, a flock uniform lying lying on one of the beds um looks to be just about conscious but a little delirious uh, so is the turtle in a standard flop uniform or a super flop uniform <laughs> a standard flop uniform yeah okay uh, yeah with the uh, fss independence logo on it uh, so as you enter, the turtle looks over and he's like, Doctor? Catch. Doctor? <laughs> Is that you? I can't see. Yes, yes, it is me. Oh, wait, I can see. I have my eyes closed. <laughs> Phew. That was, that was close. Will I, will I live, Doctor? Will I live? Tell me I'll live. I have so you much will, to do. <laughs> you will live for some time, and then you will die. Some time, I guarantee it. <laughs> I swear <laughs> that you will die. When? When? I, I. I haven't even finished my novel yet. <laughs> well, have you heard of Nano <laughs> There's no time like the present. Just start writing your novel. <laughs> so this turtle um, isn't as ill as 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 he first looked. Um, and uh, you know, there's something there's something wrong with him. But he's not he's not he's not on deathbed. Um, uh, and uh, he sits up on the bed and kind of looks around. And he's, where where is? Where is everybody? 
Oh no! I remember! It was the... Then he sees the super soldier. And he just he, sort of like... He, he, rest for a moment. Rest for a moment. We're just going to take care of this fellow. And I oh, help I help the soldier oh, onto a bed. No. He's, he's pointing at the soldier now. It was them! Relax, they, relax, they, relax. They, they took the ship! They took everyone prisoner! Can I go over to the guy freaking out and like kind of shake him by the shoulders a little bit and I'm, while I'm looking at him being like no, nothing happened. I'm like, yes, we know. <laughs> to get him to kind of... <laughs> he looks you right in the eyes. And you can see his eyes are full of terror. He's so scared. And he looks at you and says, Are you... Are you here to... Are you here to rescue us? We're, we're not here to rescue you. You're not in danger. It's okay. <laughs> I'm not in danger. N- no, things are fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to uh, have him make a smart check to see if he picks up on the winking. So, uh... oh my. Not very smart. <laughs> He's not very smart at all. Um, hmm. Yeah. I think probably. <laughs> You know, to to the turtle um, people, winking probably means something entirely different. Uh, <laughs> to the turtle people, winking means you're in deadly danger. Run for it right now! <laughs> so much lost in translation there. <laughs> I'm, I'm only a regular human engineer. What can I do? <laughs> he, tumbles, he tumbles backwards off the bed. Terrified, trying to scramble backwards, tumbles backwards off the bed, rolls across the floor. Can I see time. if there's any f- any short-term sedative that I could give? There is almost certainly some sort of short-term sedative. Try to make a quick medicine check. Seven dice. You will yes. certainly find something. I have um, twelve, fifteen, another um, nine. Tw- 24, 28. 28, yes. You, you, uh, you not only find some short-term sensitive, like a, like a ninja, you grab the sensitive and you flick it across the room, the needle across the room, and it injects the turtle in the arm perfectly, with perfect aim from across the other side of the room. You do it so casually. Like, you know, you do this all the time. Uh, and uh, the, uh, the turtle kind of looks at it, he looks back at you, he looks at the needle sticking out of his arm and he goes, I see flowers. Hello. I love you. <laughs> Wolf goes up and hugs him. Oh, and he gives you a big hug back. He's a. <laughs> he's um, yeah. He's uh, the sensitive worked. He's not just calm, he's also very, very happy now. And uh, he sits he sits down calmly. He's ah. Oh. Ah. Oh. What's your name? <laughs> he's talking to Wolf there as you hug him. Oh hi friend. I'm Wuffles. I like your ears. I like my ears too. Ah, oh, did they 
stick up. You betcha. <laughs> oh, you got a wacky tail. I do. So, what what is going on here exactly? Oh well, it's Mexican night. Oh not. Oh, I'm gonna have burritos. I can't wait for the burritos. (laughs) They're in the kitchen, I hear. Probably waiting for me right now. Wolf gives a panicked look at the others (laughs) and then turns back and tries to pretend everything's cool. (laughs) Make a style check. (laughs) <laughs> let's see. Uh, let's see if you can uh, style that through. Uh, that's eight. He said, "Why did Why did you look like that? Did something happen to the burritos? Did you eat the burritos?" I certainly did not. <laughs> Burrito. It's Mexican night, you know. I had heard. Mm. Burritos were terrible, and the burritos had some terrible infections. It had to be destroyed. And look at our friend who is so <laughs> ill. Please, friend, get onto the bed. And I helped the super soldier onto the bed. Okay. Who has hopefully not been too distracted by all of this, and tried to um find out a way to yeah. Send a super soldier to sleep. <laughs> uh, from what the same same sort of way, I guess. Another another injection, in, um, another medicine check. P- possibly in a less pleasant way. What? I didn't shoot him. Uh, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, no. I, I just meant um... two syringes. Mm. <laughs> a different syringe. Uh, okay. A syringe with a bigger point. Right, okay. okay. Make, uh, make another medicine check there. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Fetch the super syringe. <laughs> it's larger than the other syringes. Oh my gosh, I rolled a lot of ones. Every um, five, <laughs> seven, seventeen. There's a lot of ones, but with uh, with that many dice, you still <laughs> rolled really, really well. Okay, so um, you accomplished your goal. So your goal was to send him to sleep, but... In a less pleasant way. Basically, to um, I'm trying to get the super soldier to not be a problem anymore. To kind of be permanently as- asleep for a while. Okay. Okay. So he uh, he passes out blissfully on the on, on the hospital bed, uh, and uh, within moments he's snoring. Really loudly as well. I mean, this super soldier when he snores, like all the beakers and all the things like that start shaking. It's like <laughs> it's like it's like a, a, a little thunderstorm inside the inside the med bay. You can barely even hear yourselves talk so loud. I'll turn back to the turtle and say, "Can you tell us where your friends are?" Well, it was it was him. Well, not just him. Him and the others. They came on our ship. They were on the planet. And then they came on the ship. But before the ship, they were on the planet. But now they're on the ship. I can't understand this, Captain. <laughs> <laughs> I I think what's happened here is that this man, the scary man, is pointing over. Presumably this guy is just like the super soldier. The super flop's just knocked out, right? Like drooling. Yeah. yeah. It, yeah is it, it's this man came here and attacked these poor people. Not I, just him. Oh, how many are there, old boy? 
there's one, two. What comes after two? Uh, three, old boy. How many? Just, 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 just give me some hands. Tell me, tell me how many, roughly, roughly. Was it ten, twenty, a hundred? Yes. A <laughs> hundred, you say? No. Ten, Maybe you say? Three. three, three. We can handle three. I say, what we do is we leave these boys here, and then we go see the rest of the ship. Find the others. I think they're in the brig. Is there? Hmm. Now the question is, do we try to communicate with them in advance, or do we just go in there, launch a sneak attack, make everything right? I think that's up to you. Hmm. As you say, Captain, but first, I think what I must do is there's a lot of untidy beakers, and while you're making the mind. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. Bitspar, clean the Def- beakers. Definitely, definitely have a karma point back for that. <laughs> hmm. And I think for your hug, I think uh, I think Woof gets a karma point too. <laughs> so, what is the plan? So we have a number of super super flops on board. On board, somewhere between one and a hundred. Somewhere between one and a hundred. Maybe three. (laughs) Nice, nice, exact, exact. uh, Mm -hmm. Is there? Would there be a place in the ship where there would be like CCTV? Like, is there a place where we can see where everything in the ship would be? Is that sort of standard thing on the ship? It's probably a security office where Uh, ship security is normally based. mm -hmm. So I say we leave the super soldier here. He's knocked out. We lock him in. We take our turtle friend with us on a stretcher so he doesn't wake up trapped with a super killing machine. <laughs> and uh, and we, uh, we we go and try and just get visibility on the ship and then we decide what to do. Okay. So uh, you're going to need to navigate to the security section. I'm not going to make you make a dice roll for that. So it takes you about 10 minutes. Mm. Wind your way through different corridors. You go, most of that 10 minutes is just in the lift, to be fair. Um, you know, as it very, very slowly ascends. It's only like two decks it has to go up, but it takes 10 minutes playing the <laughs> most horrible lift music you can imagine. <laughs> Will starts howling along to it. <laughs> by, by the time you leave the lift, that music is in your head. And you can't change it. I can't, I can't actually tell which of you is making that noise. <laughs> is that you, guys? <laughs> oh, the humanity. The humanity. <laughs> you do make it to the security section. Um, security section, there has been some kind of scuffle here. You can see on the walls, you can see burn marks from blazer pistols. You can see at least one of the security monitors has been blasted to pieces. And you can see lying on the floor, a security officer in a flock uniform, clearly having shuffled off this mortal coil, lying there on the floor with a big burn mark on his his chest. But apart from that, the security equipment does appear to be operational. Fidget, do you want to take a look uh, and sort of uh, and sort of pre- like pre- present the sort of uh, the, what's presumably some sort of dashboard to them? <laughs> I'm gonna take a look at the broken one and be like, "Well, that's Donzo's. We're not getting any info out of that." But 
let's see what we've got remaining and see if I can switch between any of these cameras. Okay, so let's make an engineering check. So that's six again, isn't it? You only need a 10, it's not hard. Uh, two, four, six, twelve, thirteen. Yeah. So you flick through various cameras and you get different camera feeds of different parts of the ship. Most of the ship is empty. Sometimes you see empty corridors and you can see like the mess hall is empty. You get a camera on the kitchen where you came from and you can just see a smoking pile of ex burritos, just smoke just drifting up there. Um, <laughs> when you get to the brig, you can see that there's quite a lot of people crammed into the brick, and there's two super soldiers outside the brick. The people in the brick look like it's the Independence crew. The two super soldiers are on guard, but they don't appear to be paying a lot of attention. In fact, they appear to be playing some kind of dice game. When you get to the bridge, this is where it gets interesting, because you see on the bridge a super, two super soldiers One of them is a hulking brute, like the one that you just saw. The other one is is a woman. Um, Not quite as big. Uh, She has a blazer rifle. Her uh, uniform appears different to the other super soldiers and has a big sort of emblem on it that looks like maybe it's some kind of rank insignia, perhaps. It looks like from the way she's standing, she's in charge. And you can see uh, what you would probably guess to be Captain Ketch uh, slumped over a console. You can't tell from here whether whether Ketch is dead or stunned. It's impossible to tell, but not looking not looking well. So it looks like it looks like this uh, this this super soldier has control of the bridge. Okay. Hmm. All right. Well, Captain, it seems that we've got a lot of our independent crew stuck down in the brig with two two soldiers not paying too much attention. Maybe we should go there first, see if we can beam anyone back to our ship, but it's up to you. You're right, Fidget. The safety of these poor people trapped within the brig is now personally my concern. We must do whatever it takes to save them. Now, I say... uh, What a hero you are. uh, (laughs) I come from a long line of heroes. Morris, you see, it's uh, (laughs) it's the way it is. And, uh, yes, now, I'm going to be blunt. Even though I am incredibly brave and courageous, I don't think that I could take one of these dastardly super soldiers on my own. I think what we need is a distraction. We need to remove them from the brig and we need to get everyone on the brig beamed up back to our ship. What do you say? We need a distraction. Is there an intercom device of any kind in the security room? Something sort of uh, almost like, you know, in a shop where they're like, you know, could could Tom come to aisle three, please? But like some sort of... Um, like fact, that's phone. exactly what it is. <laughs> <laughs> and you have to say it in that voice as well. All right, absolutely. In that, in that <laughs> Tom to aisle three. Um, yeah. And... We'd assume, you know, the captain is, I mean, I know this is shocking, but he is a little bit of a grifter. Um, <laughs> could could I do an impression of the soldier that we've we've kind of left in the med bay? <laughs> style check. You don't have bluffing, so it's just a straight style check, but it's still five dice. It's still pretty good. 
Okay, so I will uh, pretend this is in the voice of the soldier, but in the spirit of the game, I shall do it as the voice of uh, Doris, the person at the shop. <laughs> and uh, and uh, maybe that, maybe that's what one of the soldiers sounds like. May- maybe it is what they sound like. Uh, it's just protocol. It's just protocol. <laughs> they, they they know it's actually their secret language. <laughs> they all put on accents on the intercom just so that they wouldn't be easily, you know bluffed absolutely yeah. i mean these are soldier super soldiers they've got like advanced methods we can barely conceive of so yeah you know so they, probably, they probably just think that's what non-super soldiers sound like <laughs> um so i'll get the intercom and i'll just say hello incoming incoming the uh burritos appear to be ready they're getting cold though <laughs> On the, on, on the monitor, you see the two soldiers at the brig. They both look up and look around, and then they speak to each other. You can't hear what they're saying, but they speak to each other. And one of them nods and then leaves the brig. The other one is still there. Well, to the brig then. <laughs> I, was, I was just wondering, is there any way we can open the brig from here? Ah. That would be a computers, a smarts check with computers, I think. It's not engineering so much. It's not physical, sort of mechanical I'm... type stuff. But has anyone got computers? I'm not oh, a captain. Dog for this. Captain has computers. Oh, Ooh. do I? Just not very good computers. Yeah. Uh... I mean, this would be if we wanted to. We would be kind of pitting the crew against this one super soldier. There that might is be. True. Collateral. And the super soldier does have a big blazer rifle and the crew does not. Uh, and then, okay, so I'm going to go on the intercom again and I'll be like, incoming, incoming. Have you seen how many burritos we have? <laughs> not even not even one person could take all those burritos. We don't want another burrito incident. Please, please help us. <laughs> Are you making sure this only goes off down by the... Uh, that's a 25 Right, you do it. The uh, the other the other soldier looks around and he just shrugs. He glances at the brig. It's locked. They're not going anywhere. Glances down at his dice. Yeah, and then uh, disappears off in the direction of the kitchen. All right, shall we move to the brig? <laughs> so it's two two decks down. You're going to need to take the lift again. That cursed lift. You get to the lift and you press the button. (laughs) And then you stand there waiting for the lift to to arrive. And you can see it's on deck number 14 at the moment. And you're you're on deck deck 8. So it's like 14, 13. It's so slow. It's taking like a minute per deck. It's really, really slow. How is it? It's living up to their namesake right now. Like, <laughs> how, do, how, do, how do people live like this? How? Plus, <laughs> loving every second. It is not turbo lift as well, which is just highly ironic. I mean, really, people will just slap the turbo label on anything nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like vintage technology. No! Oh, they know it needs to be at least 35 years old. Oh. Yes. It's our fuel injection. <laughs> so, finally. Could you. 
Do anything to the left. Massage it into a better speed. I could maybe see if I could pop the tap the, the top hatch and see if I can override it. You could certainly try that. Yeah, okay. That would be engineering. Okay. Uh, five, ten, sixteen, twenty, five, thirty-one. Hmm. Wow. Well, you, you pop open a panel and you find that the lift actually has a switch, a dial. At one end of the dial, it says leisurely. In the middle of the dial, it says normal. And to the right of the dial, it says ludicrous. Oh, we go in, <laughs> we go in ludicrous, baby. <laughs> <laughs> let's, so you, let's crank that. Like, I'm secretly very amused because they've, they've surely gotten used to this leisurely pace and now I'm about to crank it to ludicrous. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you switch to your... Oh, no. <laughs> so you switch to ludicrous. <laughs> and then you hit the button and basically it just feels like the bottom has just like dropped out of the, of the, of the, of the, of the floor of the world or something and the lift just plummets downwards but not not at like the speed that something would normally fall uh, like the speed of gravity like 10 meters per second whatever it is you know it's being powered downwards so fast that all of you are flung upwards against the ceiling the roof oh. of the lift just holding on to the corners around the hatch like <laughs> <laughs> now the bad news is each of you takes one point of damage all right Maybe so the first, was a bad the idea. First, the first damage anyone's taken so far in this game, <laughs> uh, and you're basically plastered against the top of the the top of the lift before it slams to a stop, really, really suddenly, with a massive crash, and you all go down to the ground again and just kind of lie there in a heap, big entangled arms and legs and tails and ears and everything just everywhere, and like around your head, you can just see little stars going. And you all just like, oh. Again, again. <laughs> As doctor, can I sort of tell how many hit points people have visually? Yeah, I don't see why not. Um, do, do people, have you got your uh, character sheets in front of you there? I haven't got them right here. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, Fidget. Fidget has three. Uh, the captain has two. Uh, the Doctor has two, and Woof has four. Okay, um, if I can, I will spend, maybe I will take a minute Mm -hmm. to, um, heal up the fidgets and the captain. Okay. So they each get health back. You whip out your medical bag. You stick a needle in them, you bind up a couple of in- injuries with... with, with uh, Even though I shouldn't do this, I'm coming to your aid once again, Fidget. <laughs> oh. You asked me to speed up the elevator, I sped up the elevator. <laughs> I mean, that's... You didn't say by how much. No lie detected there. <laughs> <laughs> that is entirely true. So, you are now on the brig deck. The elevator doors open. There's a short corridor and then a big sort of metal 
door with sort of like those yellow and black kind of hazard stripes on it and the word brig and a couple of little red flashing lights at the top. What are you going to do? Well, uh, the captain's going to go into stealth mode. So, you know, basically just kind of, you know, sneaking in, trying to get into the brig, not panic anyone. Straight out of a cartoon with those like really big long steps. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Okay. Um, Are you all going to try and sneak up to the brig or? I'll follow the captain's lead. I'll follow the captain's lead. (laughs) Okay, let's have everyone make a moves check then. I don't think anybody's got stealth, so it's just a straight moves check. Ten is your target. Ooh, um, eleven. Just. Twelve. Twelve. Fifteen. I think we've got some bad news coming now, haven't we? I can tell from that face. I rolled a six. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have karma? If you'd like. Or you can go with a six. Go with a six. I want to see. I want to see the chaos that happens. <laughs> you see, the problem is, the problem is, there is a cleaning bucket with a mop in it in the corridor, and you were so busy being so careful not to make any noise, you didn't notice that you stepped right in that cleaning bucket, went backwards, head over heels. Cleaning bucket went flying and crashed down with a massive clang, knocked open a cupboard, which emptied an entire cupboard full of cleaning supplies out onto the floor. And they're all made of metal for some reason, with a massive clanging sound. Basically alerting anyone within about 100 yards to your presence. All right. Well, I mean, Doctor will be happy. There's lots of cleaning supplies around. But it's true. such a waste, all the cleaning fluids. <laughs> How could you do this, fidgets? Wasting the cleaning fluids. You hear a shout from down the corridor and then heavy footsteps. Uh, the, do- uh, the the captain looks very like haughty and in control for a moment, then just shouts, run! <laughs> and just, uh, just, you do, you just do have laser pistols if you, if, you, if you should feel the need to use them. Or you can run, of course, yeah. But you are you are armed. I will I will point out that you do have weapons. <laughs> yeah, the, the captain just uh, this starts running, and he and he also just asks, "Permission to use blazers activated." <laughs> <laughs> just kind of like run, runs in. Rounding the corner, one of the super soldiers from the brig, is, he got halfway to the kitchen, heard the commotion, and came back. He skids round the corner, you know, like they do in cartoons, where you just see them like. There's the corner and they skid into view, just, just in control, skids around the corner, sees you and shouts, stop, and starts running towards you. He's probably about, I don't know, 40 or 50 yards away from you at the moment. It's a long corridor. You're all in the corridor. Uh, as this enormous super soldier runs towards you. Uh, I'm going to start pelting for the brig, basically mm-hmm. intending to kind of lock us in the brig away from him. All right. It's my extremely wise decision now. Uh, so I'll just, I, I will just shout, to the brig! <laughs> Permission to kill activated. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to seize on the oh fact that gosh. was permission rather than an order. 
and continue running. <laughs> okay. So this wolf heading to the brig. The doctor, what are you doing? I am also heading to the brig and I pull out my little laser pistol just mm-hmm. in case. Okay. And what is Fidget doing? So which side of this uh, menagerie of cleaning supplies have I ended up on? Am I on the same side as the super soldier or am I across from him? Tell you what, roll a dice. If you roll an even, you're on the same side as the soldier. If you roll an odd, you're on the other side. All right, okay. Oh, well, we rolled an even, so we're on the same side. Okay, then. <laughs> uh, deciding that running might be a bad idea if I can't get past a bucket and a mop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pull out my gun. Okay. Are you taking a shot? I'm taking a shot. Do it. Okay, so what is your shooting ability? Are you um, oh, you're good at this. Four. Four. Right. Thirteen. Thirteen is a hit. Straight in the chest. So a blazer pistol does two points of damage. Strikes a soldier in the, in the chest. Stops. Staggers back a bit. And he's got a big smoking hole in his uniform. And you can see he's being burnt, and you can see he's obviously injured, but you haven't taken him down. You feel like maybe another shot would do it, maybe. He looks angry now, though, and he pulls his rifle and fires back at you. Okay. Which I think sounds fair. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I'll probably ask for that. Uh, what is your defence? Do you have that? Um... It does not say on my doodah. Oh, I missed that. So it's three times your moves. So six, and the minimum it could be is eight. So it's eight is your defense. And he's rolling four dice. He's rolled a ten. He's hit you with his rifle. His rifle does three damage. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much health you had left, don't recall. Four, I think, four. after the doctor healed me up. Okay, so you're down to one health. So that's quite a quite a nasty wound. It probably caught you in the shoulder and spun you right round and probably hurts like hell. Right. Okay. Yep, that hurts. Okay, I think my... the other guys, the other guys, you've reached the doorway to the brig. Only you discovered it being a brig and all. It's locked. Of course. So you're at the brig, hammering at the door. It's locked. What are you going to do? Change of plan. Activate. And you, can hear shot, you can hear gunshots going from behind you. Uh, okay, is there a keypad beside it? There is. Okay, I um, try to use my smarts okay. to hack into the keypad. Okay. And obviously, giving it's a quick wipe before I do so, before I touch anything. <laughs> and. I am going to use two of my things to roll two, two more dice. Okay. Um, oh, that's not very good, but um, three, four, five, six, seven, and two is... Like, I'm going to use one more for measure 22. Okay, so I guess your um, strategy is a, is a four-digit access code, and your strategy is to start at zero, 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 and then work your way up to 9999. 
So, what did you say you rolled? M22. 22. Luckily, the access code is 0004. <laughs> Fortunately. So, the big brig doors, and they're big, heavy metal doors. Not heavy metal, like, you know, guitars and stuff. Heavy metal, <laughs> titanium or something uh slide aside and it's, it's like dramatic there's smoke and everything as they slide aside to reveal like the brig which is a, a large sort of uh hexagonal room with like um a table in the center where the uh two two soldiers have been playing dice and then there's just kind of like big sort of force field cells around the edge of the hexagon and each of them's crammed with a few dozen um a few dozen crew members next um so i'll direct the doctor to the the doctor to come in with the crew presumably fidget is still left away from the rest of us having just been wounded yes we're going to find out what happens to fidget in a second um and i will order i will just say woof you're a good boy and i i think it's time to party and uh party means kill everything woof please kill everything Wolf, Wolf looks torn, but he sees, you know, uh, Fidget isn't with them mm. and feels the need to go and protect the group. Okay. And that allows him to overcome his fears and <laughs> run back out the door blasting. Well, Wolf is very good at this. So, what are you doing? Charging hand to hand or are you shooting? Uh, he's going to charge out shooting for now. Okay. Open fire. I believe you have six dice. Oh, uh, yeah. That is... 21. Ooh, easy hit, easy hit. So that's another two damage. Um, with uh, Combined with the uh, damage that Fidget has already done to the soldier, he had four health and you've done two damage each. The soldier stops, he looks down at the big hole in his chest. He goes, what? Oh. And then just topples over backwards. And just meets. lies there, just flat in the corridor, just stock still. Wolf like met his eyes. His chest. As he staggers backwards, their eyes connect, and Wolf <laughs> is struck with a horrible pang of guilt. <laughs> Unfortunately, there were two soldiers, as you recall. Uh, the next one is just coming round the corner. Fidget. Right, so he's going to be coming around the corner where I'm at. Mm. Hmm. Can I shove him into the ludicrously speedy elevator and just shoot him up to the top deck? <laughs> yes, you can. So let's have a brawn check. Uh, I will give you two two karma. I will somehow psychically know that this is what you intend to do. What sort of encouragement are you shouting? Uh, I'll say, I'll say, fidget, fidget. I trust no one better to shove someone into a moving elevator. You're excellent at it. You're great with elevators. We got really crazy earlier. It was ludicrous, and that amazes me. I love it. Do it. Do your job well. So this is this, this will also count as brawling, I think, fidget. So that'll be five dice. Yep. From your brawn crystal brawling, plus another two from the captain. Yep. So that's seven dice. 
I, yep, uh, all seven. Let's go. I think this is going to be opposed by the soldiers, Brawn. Or four dice. Oh no, he's, oh, no, he's got Brawning as well. He's rolling six dice. You're rolling seven. It's going to be close. Um, I can't count any better than you can. <laughs> it's okay. 15, 18. 18 as well. <laughs> I think we're going to have to have a roll off. Just roll a d6. One. I got a two. <laughs> Oof. Can I, can I, uh, oh. can I, can I wait it? Can I give, uh, you can, can, I you give, can add more karma. I'll add one more karma and I will do, okay. th I will do this by shouting to the, shouting to the super soldier, watch the burritos, making him stumble <laughs> slightly. Okay. Uh, so to your 18, it doesn't make any difference because he rolled, he rolled 18 as well. So it's going to be 19 or more, whatever you want. Right. You shove him into the elevator, hit the switch, um, and the elevator immediately ascends at ludicrous speed. I suppose you went from the top deck, which is like 30 decks away. Yeah. So he's got plenty of time to uh, get smashed about. You you hear him, what you saw, ah! <laughs> <laughs> And then his voice just kind of fades off as it gets further away. Ah! <laughs> um, unfortunately, on the on the independent, they forgot to put the safeguards in for uh, for ludicrous um, speed. And if you go to the top or bottom deck at ludicrous speed, it doesn't stop. <laughs> so the elevator bursts through the ship's hull, containing a super soldier, and blasts out into space, into interstellar space. And looking through a convenient porthole, you can just see this elevator just disappearing off into the distance. You can't, you can't, you can't hear the super soldier anymore, but uh, yeah, I'm sure he's not very happy about it. That's how I want to go. That was very cool, very cool. I think you get a karma point for that. that was Problem very, solved. Very cool. <laughs> now we got to take the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're in the brig. The, uh, the the crew are all sort of like pushed off against the the, the force fields, sort of like calling out to you. Uh, you can't hear them because they're soundproof, so they're sort of calling out to you. Um, uh, clearly, clearly pointing towards the brig controls in the centre of the room. Um, I will observe them haughtily, as a cat does, just kind of tilting my head for a moment, mildly amused by it, and then say, Fear not, fine space crew. We are here to rescue you. Me, Captain Hubris of the Hubris line. Well, I'm just give you a big grin and put two thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm happy to see me too. <laughs> and, uh, I will... Uh, and uh, I assume that they are gesturing toward uh, controls that are near the, the cells. Yeah, yeah. Um, I will press press the buttons on the on the on the keypad. <laughs> so luckily, the buttons are fairly simple. There's a purple one and an orange one. Mm -hmm. Which one do you press? Hmm. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Uh, so that's purple. I give it a quick clean just before the captain. <laughs> so the good news is the captain doesn't catch any viruses or bugs from pressing the button. Very the bad news is the computer voice 
that comes through the speakers saying, Greek pacification measures activated. <laughs> Hatches open up in the ceiling and little turreted domes, like the tops of Dalek heads, but upside down, come down through the ceiling and start spinning around and start tracking you. What are you going to do? <laughs> the wrong button, Captain. <laughs> I'm going to press the other button. <laughs> so you, you would probably know that these things, basically, they won't kill you, but they will stun you. Mm. Uh, and it's just basically used in case people are breaking out of the brig or something like that. You can hit the emergency button and these things come down and just, like, stun everyone in the room and then ask questions later. It's basically how it works. So that's that's what these, uh, that's what these turrets are about to start doing. Um, I will I will do some kind of like rolling about commando style trying to avoid them and then I'll prop <laughs> up and press the other button <laughs> so the other button when you press the other button all of the uh, all of the force fields go down the, uh, the cells open and uh, all of the prisoners within let out a cheer and then make a rush for the door however the bridge pacification measures are in activation and you're each going to get a shot taking at you one each so it's only rolling three dice so it's not terrible but let's start with well we'll just go in the order i've got you here so fidget first your defense is eight Ooh, dear. yeah that is a hit so you take one point of damage i think that means i'm at zero okay so in this game when you hit zero you don't die in Orbit Shaper Engine. Basically, you get knocked out. Uh, when you get knocked out, you wake up five minutes later with one health. Mm -hmm. So you'll be fine, but uh, you are knocked out for five minutes. Okay. Okay. Uh, next, we have the captain, defensive nine. I have rolled a 16. You take one point of damage, captain. Uh, excellent. Uh, so yeah, I think I'm all right. But I will, I will scream, and I will be like, "No!" <laughs> As I'm knocked out, basically just really making a big fuss about the one damage that I've taken, despite my full health. <laughs> right. Uh, the cat, uh, the doctor, with a defense of fifteen. Wow. Nimbly steps aside. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You're so good at that. You probably did it in a really, really casual way as well. Made it look easy. Yeah. <laughs> And finally, we have Lieutenant Wolf with a defense of 12. And that is a 14. Lieutenant Wolf takes one point of damage as well. So the uh, prisoners are out. Are you going to talk to them? Are you going to say anything to them? Or... We are... I will immediately ask, how are you? How are you? I hope, I hope you're all well. Is everyone feeling okay? Have you been treated okay? Does anyone have a temperature? They look around, they look at each other, they look at you, and then one of them steps forward. Uh, this, this, this lady is, um, is, is a doctor as well, clearly, wearing a blue doctor's uniform with a little doctor symbol on it, and looks like looks to be the same rank as you, Lieutenant, as well. And says, ah, a fellow doctor. What would you suggest we do in this situation? Do you think that a round of quasi-matropan pills will do the trick? 
what are your symptoms? Well, we have, and then she starts weeding off like a big long list of really, really technical sounding words, which only you understand. Nobody else in the room understands what she's saying, but you understand them perfectly. And, well, I recommend what I think would be right for the people, and I lead them to the med bay. Okay. Uh, so the med bay's a deck away. Uh, it's gonna... <laughs> you have to go by stairs. Someone broke the lift. Is someone <laughs> having to carry me there? Yeah. Like... So uh, it probably takes sort of five or ten minutes to get there. By, by the time you get there, um, uh, uh, Fidget is, uh, is awake again. Back at the med bay, there is actually equipment in the med bay, med bay where you could actually each heal up by one health, just by using various um, under under the doctor's supervision, of course. Yeah, you know, and you wouldn't want to just start picking up syringes and injecting yourself at random because you never know what you get. But the doctor, the doctor will will make sure you uh, use the right ones. So yeah. you each get a health back in the med bay. Um, numerous uh, numerous prisoners are treated for minor cuts and wounds and things like that, but no one's seriously injured. Uh, it's a pleasure to be working with a fellow doctor. Thank you, thank you. So they're all super, super, super grateful, having been rescued. Uh, and the doctor says, well, well, uh, she's clearly taking command of the prisoners. She's the highest rank now. What's, what's the plan now? Are we going to try and fight the rest of the soldiers? Oh, you're going to fight the rest of the soldiers. Excellent idea. Yes, brilliant <laughs> idea. And you're going to beam us to safety on your ship. What an excellent plan. Well, okay. <laughs> to the translocator rooms then. Yes, and yes. And we actually start leading the prisoners to the teleporter rooms. Yes, I came up with that plan myself. <laughs> <laughs> so it probably would take about half an hour to beam everyone back to the ship, assuming that's what you're doing. Uh, are you doing that? Or are you going to force them to stay and fight with you? Uh, I think we should beam everyone back. And is there a way that I can contact Flop Command? Like, do I have like a button that kind of beams me back to the Admiral or something? Not beams me back, but sort of gets me in touch with the Admiral. Oh, you could, but there'd be like at this distance a half hour delay on the conversation. Okay. Yeah, and they probably don't even have their own like distortion machine for me to add over the top of it to uh, <laughs> make it make it nice and. Fidget <laughs> could probably engineer you a quick little static machine. <laughs> yeah, they're it's just, just standing. me rubbing two balloons. <laughs> That's exactly what they were using on the bridge. I mean, if it works. What is this alien technology? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Let's uh, get everyone beamed back onto the ship. And I would ask the doctor, not that it's any wonder, not that it's any worry, as we are wonderfully powerful, but how many soldiers were there exactly? Uh, I counted four. Four, right. Uh, one of them, one of them uh, is clearly in charge. Uh, she calls herself the Duchess Annie Can. Yes, yes, clearly thinks quite highly of herself. Yeah, she's clearly the leader, and uh, there's, uh, from what they were saying, I think there's more down on the planet. They were talking about having been abandoned there a hundred years ago or some such nonsense. I mean, who'd believe such a thing? Hmm. Can I do, like, a brains check <laughs> with, my, with my considerable intelligence? Uh-huh. Um, uh like, do I know any details about what actually happened to these super soldiers? Sure, make a check. Uh, okay. I'll just double check oh, how many really brains. Got two, got two yeah. smarts. 
You're not smart. I'm not smart. Right, so the one. <laughs> uh, that's a mighty six. I mean, you get it completely confused with some weird fairy tale about something else entirely. <laughs> I mean, you're like, yeah, there was this uh, ice queen and uh, it was snowing eternally or, or something. That's, 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 that's what you call And it's really important not to eat the pies. Don't eat the pies. They're cursed. Anyone else can try and, uh, try and make a check. Fidget's quite clever. The doctor's very clever with five dice. Shall I have a ponder and see if I can think what's happened and look into the logs of what's happened a hundred years ago? Yeah. Um, seven, 10, 14. Okay. So it was the 17th Rigenian War. About 100, 150 years ago, the war went on for ages. It was between Flop and the Rigelians. And the Rigelians uh, were finally defeated after like a 20-year war. But the only way that Flop could beat the Rigelians were by making these super soldiers. But it was completely illegal. You're not supposed to make super soldiers. It's not, it's just against the rules. And it's terribly, terribly unsportsmanlike. Um, so, um, so when the war was over, Flop had no need for these super soldiers and also needed to hide the evidence. And so what they did was they abandoned the super soldiers on this planet on Klaatu Barada 6. And then a hundred years later, everyone basically forgot all about it until the independent turn, turned up to a science mission on this planet, ran across the super soldiers who immediately seized the opportunity to steal the independent and escape. Well, Captain, I don't know if it's possible that we can call for backup and send a team to send this whole planet to hell. <laughs> I love it. Doctor just goes straight to the nuclear option. <laughs> that seems a bit extreme, doesn't it, Fitzpatrick? <laughs> I mean, it just seems a bit... Icky and unclean. I just rather someone else did it. <laughs> so in but suddenly the intercom, the tannoy system, crackles into life, and you hear a voice. It's a female voice, kind of harsh with an edge to it, and it says, "You there, the flop spies. You think you can foil my plans?" You are dealing with the Duchess Ali Khan. I am cleverer than you. I am stronger than you. And I am faster than you. And I am way, way cooler than you. You cannot <laughs> possibly defeat me. Uh, I, I, I do a dramatic pause. I'm very good at getting sort of catty. I'm like, well, I can't say I've ever heard of you, dear. Well, you'll have heard of me very soon, and so will the whole galaxy when I get my revenge on Flop for abandoning us all those years ago. But first, first, I'm going to deal with you. Well, well seems nice. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> well, you lady, you have sealed your doom. For we shall come for you in this ship. And we are no flop spies. No, we are the crew of Captain Hubris. We are spies for no one, only heroes, space soldiers. Finding new frontiers. I basically know the pitch, you know, the pitch that I give sort of every year about the team, why we need the money, why we need the extra money, etc., etc. <laughs> and, uh, um, and as I'm doing so, um, I ask Fidget, I sort of, I, I again sort of gesture almost sort of psychically to Fidget to try and track where she is, where the Duchess mm. is, from where the sort of intercom is coming in. Okay. Uh, Fidget could do that easily. I don't, yeah, make a, make a quick engineering check. It's going to be very easy, though. Um, 23. Yeah, so she's still on the bridge. She also says over the intercom, You there, the Doctor! Yes, you! In the Doctor's uniform. Yes. Is your name Fitzpoir? Indeed it is. Of the Neptunian Fitzpoirs? Yes. I think I knew your great-great-great-grandmother. And what did you do with my great-great-great-great-grandmother? <laughs> we used to hang out at the Academy Bar. Long nights, drinking, playing Orcs and Oubliettes. You know that old role-playing game? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's good. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, whatever happened to her? Oh, well, she was seduced by Ted Jackson. Ted Jackson? <coughs> My mortal enemy! <laughs> if only I'd known at the time. But still, I digress. I digress. These matters are 150 years ago. And what matters now is that I kill you all. So, wait there. I'll be down in a second. No, you won't. Um, Elevator's broken. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Good work, Fitch. <laughs> so, it probably takes her about half an hour to get there. <laughs> right, that means we've when, got half hour head start. When she arrives, she's slightly out of breath as well. Yeah, did you, did you want to make any preparations given that you have so much time? Uh, so the people, the, the the prisoners are being beamed back onto our ship. So I guess the question is, do we shall we shall we fight her or shall we run away? Both are equally noble. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the last thing the other doctor says before she beams away is, well, you don't want to leave her with a flop starship, do you? Hmm, no, that's that's yeah. true. Whisk, whisk, I, I hate to say it, Captain, but she, she does seem a bit dangerous. Yes. Isn't it? We're kind of supposed to do something about this kind of thing, aren't we? I mean, I don't like it any more than you. Yes, the problem is, you see, Lieutenant Wolf, is that we, we have had a couple of uh, unmonitored uh, kills, shall we say, in the past year or so. Lawful lot of paperwork, you see. Um, 
So I prefer to avoid it, but in this instance, if it has been, uh, you know, that she is a vengeful, dangerous psychopath who is intending to take this ship and murder everyone on board and then take it forth, then yes, perhaps killing would be the best idea. You're right. It's a good idea. Hmm. Uh, so I guess we prepare our weapons. Um, is there anything... Unless we want to... Um, Captain, if I may be so bold, unless mm -hmm. we want to beam onto our ship and destroy the independent. Hmm. A lot of paperwork. That that could work. We could uh, we could just go for her that way. Mm. Um, could, could we maybe beam her onto our brig? <laughs> could we could we like beam her back down onto the planet? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could try. <laughs> you'd have to get it. You'd have to get it onto a translocation pad. Mm hmm. Hmm. Well, I'm ready for a fight, uh, and I kind of very incompetently get my stun laser out. <laughs> you do like a little twirl, and then like kind of fumble it, and like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so cool. All right. Okay. So, uh, you're fighting then, are you? Unless anyone has a, has a better plan. Not that anyone has a better plan than me ever, but, you know. <laughs> well, because uh... you have time and you're, and they're coming to you, I'm going to let you decide where you want to be. You are the captain of our souls and hearts. <laughs> thank you. I, I know, but thank you, Doctor. Thank you. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, you can be in the med bay, you can be anywhere you want, you can be positioned however you want. And we've all, we've all got guns, right? Yes. Yeah, you've all got blazer pistols. So can we all, like, hide with our blazer p pistols? Mm -hmm. um, and <laughs> perhaps there should just be someone waiting behind the door to, like, knock her out when she comes in. Possible Wolf's one? Sorry? Wolf's on board. Sorry? Wolf's on board. Wolf's on board. Okay. okay. Put, put Woof on chief door knocking duty. So, so, so Woof's hiding behind the door. Okay. Okay. Uh, Everybody else is... <laughs> are you staying in the med bay? Are you, are you... Yeah, we'll, we'll wait for yeah. her. Um, okay. I will crumple myself up into some shelves, knocking everything off the shelves, obviously, <laughs> um, and sort of basically just sit there with my gun ready. Okay. Uh, talking about how I'm definitely going to kill her and that I look forward to killing her while shaking. <laughs> and where are Fidget and Fitzbois hiding? If you're hiding at all. Shall I stand on, like, the other side of the door from Lieutenant Woof and I've just... I've got my wrench ready. Okay. okay. <laughs> so just, we need, just in case she needs two hits. She's a super soldier after all. Yes. <laughs> Permission to activate the wrench, Fidget. <laughs> And bear in mind, she's not alone. She's another soldier with her. That's all right. We've got a wrench. <laughs> yeah, right. So the first soldier is still knocked out long term on the bed. The one in, yeah, the one in the, yeah, in the sick bay there with you, actually, isn't it? Mm. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, in the sick bay with you. So, yeah, completely knocked out. You're fine. You uh, you administered a I hide behind for like her six body. Hours or something. You're hiding behind the body, okay. So everyone's basically hiding. That means everybody's making a dice roll. All right. So, and this is going to be against Duchess Ali Khan's smarts. And her smarts is five, so she's rolling five dice. So I'll roll that first. So that's seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 18. Ooh, okay. You're going to make a moves check 
and you need to beat 18 to not be seen by her. You do have karma. If anyone has, I don't think anyone has stealth, actually, do you? No, no one's got stealth. So, yeah. You can use as much karma as you wish. Then. Needs one karma? Yeah. That takes me to 19. Great. So uh, she doesn't see you. I used one, one karma. I'm down to two karma. And I rolled a 20. Okay. She doesn't see you. I have, I have three karma left. I'm going to get rid of one. Okay. And I'm on 14. Oh. I'm on 15. Oh, no. I'm out of That's karma. Good. And I am on... Oh, six. I am going to use... Five karma, so I will have oh two karma left. That's a lot. Because otherwise, that, otherwise I'm rolling two dice, and I'm not gonna. <laughs> You're gonna get an eighteen with two dice. No, so I'm just gonna go all in. Right. Ooh. Okay. So let's see. Seven. Eight. Nine. 12. I'm at 18. <laughs> just, just, okay. So, all of you are well enough hidden at the Duchess and the remaining super soldier who was on the bridge with her stride into the sick bay without seeing any of you. You're going to get a completely free round of attacks on them before, before anyone gets to do anything. <laughs> you guys can do whatever you want. Well, I mean, I think we've got to do the wrench opener, right? <laughs> okay. Wrench first, is it? Okay. All right. So that was just going to be five dice. Yeah. Um, I tell you now, her defense is 18. I only make it to 16. She ducks, and your wrench just clangs against the door and just reverberates with a massive, massive clap. So um, is attacking is always side. a brawn, or is it so, different if it's projectile versus hit? Yeah, so a, a melee attack, a hand-to-hand -hand attack, is always brawn. Brawn is basically how physical you are. It's not just mm -hmm. strength, it's also mm -hmm. kind of other things. Uh, a ranged attack is always moves. Okay. Um, I think, uh, Woof, you're on the other side of the door. Presumably, did you go at her as well, or the other soldier? I was going to go at the other shoulder. The other soldier, other soldier a yeah. okay. leaping spinning tail attack tail attack <laughs> uh -huh. oh have you got those war beads in the tail is that how it works yes they're very pretty <laughs> and deadly the deadly war beads okay right then so um where are we woof yeah so you're rolling six dice there soldier's easier to hit than the duchesses eight seventeen 17 is a hit. So, um, you, it's not on your sheet actually here. Um, you are going to be doing two points of damage unarmed, which is quite a lot unarmed. It's normally one, but you're you're so good at it. So the soldier staggers back and you've given him a sounding whack across the head with your tail, your war tail beats. <laughs> and he uh, staggers back, <laughs> clearly his head's ringing and his eyes just sort of like, ooh, ooh, ooh. 
That was a good solid hit. Okay, who's shooting? As um, the soldier moves far enough away mm. so that I won't accidentally hit Woof, <laughs> I am going to aim and fire. Um, eight, nine. <laughs> nine? Yes. Ah, unfortunately. Are you out of karma? Yes, that was all my karma to stay. Captain, can you help? Yes, I can give you I can give you one karma. <laughs> Leaving me with one karma. Nine, um, ooh, twelve. Yes! Hey. Just! <laughs> so, that does two damage. Uh, the super soldier is flung backwards against the yes. wall into the lift shaft, which is now empty, <laughs> and plummets down the lift shaft. And basically you hear, <laughs> The Duchess just glances over her shoulder and just goes, you just can't get to start these days. And I think that leaves the captain. Right, so I'm gonna attempt to shoot the Duchess. Okay. Uh, so I don't have very good... 18 is what you need. Uh, I'm not going to get that with my moves, but I will use my final karma and see if that does anything. Uh, so yeah, moves because it's it's long range, right? Okay, so four dice for me. Come on, guys. <laughs> Do we get... Right. That is... Ooh. That is a 17. <laughs> ooh, one short. Uh, again, she just steps aside, easily dodging your your shot, and it is now the Duchess's turn. Uh, who was it who attacked her directly? Me. Is that you? Yeah. Okay, the Duchess is rolling eight dice with a brawling attack, and if she hits, she'll do two damage. How much health do you have left? I have two health. Do you have any karma left? I have left. So you can use karma to absorb damage. Okay. I've only got seven dice here and I'm rolling eight. I'm going to have to roll one of these twice. And your defense is... Eight, I think. I'm not even going to add those up. I can see at least three sixes in there. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of dots. Okay. Uh, so she dodged your wrench, just like ducked through your wrench. Then the uh, shot came in and she just like stepped to one side and it went over her shoulder. And then kind of casually, she just lets out a sidekick straight at you, catches you and just throws you across the room with a sidekick. And you go flying across the room and land on one of the, um, one of the, um, one of the beds. Um, it does do two damage, but you can use karma to negate as much of that as you wish. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Okay. I'm gonna with karma. She looks round at all of you and says, "You can't beat me. I'm better than all of you. I'm better than all of you put together. If you all join together into one giant robot, I would still be better than you." Uh, I will respond to that, and uh, I'll be like, "Yes." Yes, you're magnificent. You're incredible. I, I didn't, I've never seen one of these these super soldiers before and I must say they did an incredible job with you. Look at how powerful, mighty, magnificent you are. Why did they abandon you? Because I, I assume Dr. Fitzpaw would have said. I mean, it, it just seems ridiculous to me. You could have done so much to help them. They? They? 
I see the badge on that uniform you wear. It's not they, it is you. You are a member of Flop, and you shall pay for your crimes. Well, with, with, all, with all due respect there, we, we were never part of Flop when this happened. I would certainly never, ne- never fight against you willingly. It's just. Do a- I look like a sane individual against whom logic will work? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yes, I, I, I would say that you look fairly sane, actually. Perhaps in some ways you're more sane than any of us. I think a persuasion check is needed here. <laughs> you are very good at this. <laughs> I'm extremely. But it will be against her smarts. Okay, uh, so, sorry, how many? Because I've got the special, so it's six dice, You're right? Holding seven. Seven dice. Seven, I think. I am extremely good at sucking up to people. It's sort of almost a survival instinct. Um, da, da, da. That's a 22. Okay, it's good enough. So, uh, you've convinced her enough that she stops to think about it. Mm-hmm. Not for long, because she is basically insane and has been abandoned on a planet for a hundred years and is basically out for revenge mm-hmm. but long enough that you all get a free round of attacks against her while she uh, while she tries to figure out this moral conundrum uh and i will give fitzwar the look that means drug them just knock them out drug them dead de- so looking at the syringes like yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> doing doing the fidget wink <laughs> like at the syringes. <laughs> yes, um, Captain, you are completely correct. We could never, we should never be fighting against such a mighty being as <laughs> you, Duchess. Please, I must heal you. Let me make you even stronger. And then I um, take her... Don't have a second dose of super soldier serum. <laughs> and I roll my smart sand medicine, which gives me seven, uh, four, five, so and we'll ten, so twenty-four. So and then um, twenty-four, I grab the serum and I manage to inject quickly enough that... The Duchess looks around, wondering what's happened. <laughs> very, very good. So, um, you plunge the needle into the Duchess's arm and inject her with an entire um, serum thing. What are they called? Thing. Full of, full of drugs. Uh, and she, uh, you see her sort of stagger for a second. And she looks around and she's like fighting it with everything she's got. And she's a super soldier, so she can... Uh, fight it better than say than say you could. So I'm gonna give her a brawn roll, see if she can just fight this off. So her brawn is six, so. Uh, right, so, uh, it doesn't take her out, but it does clearly weaken her. I'm gonna, she's gonna be suffering a minus one die penalty from now on, because she's busy fighting off these drugs that are pumping through her body. So you've uh, you haven't you haven't you haven't you haven't beaten her yet, but if we can do, who wants to go next? Uh, Wolf, who incidentally now can't get out of his mind the idea that they might be able to form a giant robot. <laughs> uh, but he's going to keep that in the back of his head and go in for a big, kind of crushing bear hug attack. Okay. Radio. So. 
18 to beat. You're rolling, I think, is it six dice? Uh-huh. Uh, 15 Nineteen, chance, I think. Eighteen. Nineteen. Nineteen. That is a hit. So you do another two points of damage. Um, I've literally forgotten who you hit before. Was it the soldier? Or was yes. it her? It was the soldier. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so she takes two points of damage. So uh, you grab her in a, a bear hug and you squeeze with all your might. You probably bring your uh, your tail based war beads into action as well, just to just to make sure. Uh, and she lets out a growl of anger and pain. But you have hurt her. Who's going next? Um, inspired by the fact that we seem to be building Voltron. <laughs> <laughs> Can I, like, ask Lieutenant Wolf to put me onto his shoulders and I'll take another swing with the wrench. <laughs> Wolf doesn't need ask, asking. He just understands. <laughs> this is what we just share a look and be like... <laughs> this, this, this tactic will be taught in the Flot Academy for years to come. <laughs> okay, do it. Right, so that should be eight, five. Flop, flops. <laughs> okay. 10, 17, plus 4, 21. Yes, and you were using your wrench, were you? Yeah. Which does two damage. So, uh, what, you just whack her about the head, is that? Or? Yeah, yeah, it's just jump on the shoulders and boom, right <laughs> over there. It's a roar of pain and anger. She's staggering now, and her steps are faltering, and she's got the weight, I think basically she's got the weight of both of you on her. Although she is still managing to stand up, so she is obviously incredibly strong. But she's got the weight of both of you on her, and she's like staggering forwards like this, and she's looking really, really, really angry. And then I think the captain is the only person yet to go. Yes, I will. I will. Uh, I will shoot her with 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 my with my gun or attempt to shoot her. You are going to lose one die because she is under a pile of. <laughs> Of your allies. In that case, could I just go go up to her and attempt to hit her with my blazer? I guess just like yeah, sure. yeah she's uh, so I sort of I I, I join I, I look at the robot pile and I and I'm like very good very good just as we discussed. And I will attempt. So you're rolling two dice. You need an eight C. It's not going to be easy. Have you got any um, karma to add? To that? I am out of karma. So, I mean, is there... One thing, one thing that I totally forgot to mention at the beginning of this adventure, and I, I remembered halfway through, and I just thought, oh, I won't I'll leave it, because it's too complicated now. Um, dice do explode. So if you roll a six, you do get to roll another dice. I know this is, like, right near the end of the adventure, and you're, like, thinking, <laughs> why? Why are you telling us this? <laughs> <laughs> well, honestly, I totally forgot. the difference. Did the elevator? <laughs> I totally forgot. I'm sorry. <laughs> but sixes explode. So yeah, there is always a chance. Is there a way that I could sort of psychically cripple her? You know, could I sort of insult her in such a way that it just breaks her spirit? You have an intimidation skill. Mm-hmm. It's tied to your brawn, so you could roll four dice. Mm -hmm. Okay. Four brawn dice, and just try and intimidate her into surrendering. Okay. She is under a pile of, like, do dogs and regular humans. But and she's been hit a couple of times already. Mm -hmm. It's not impossible. 
Okay. He's gonna, he could roll that against her smarts, I think. So she'll be rolling five dice, you're rolling two. So it's not easy, but mm. it is possible. Okay, so could I, if I did it with my intimidation, would I roll four dice? If I were sort of attempted to get her to under. Okay, excellent. We're going to lean into that because I am a weakling. <laughs> I'm roll before you do, just so you know what you're going to get. So that's 10, 17, ooh, 20. Okay, I could have a chance though. I could have a chance uh, higher. So. Well, four dice, yeah. Yeah, four dice. Uh, so I'm going to tell her, I'm just going to be like, look, old girl, it's all over now. We're all dead. You know, just just take a little rest now. Just take a little rest. We all get old sometimes. We all get weak. And I, I think, you know, this this flailing, it's just rather unbecoming of you. You know, you're going all over the place. You're on drugs. It's very messy. You know, we'll just we'll, we'll just come back to the ship and we can have a nice little lie down. OK. Uh, and that was my intimidation. OK, make the roll. Make the roll. Let's see what you get. Oh, that's a one. Oh, that's Ooh. a six. So that explodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I had to get another dice yep, for yep. that. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Roller coaster. <laughs> that's another one. I don't think I've ever rolled so many ones. Uh, that's a three. Oh. Another one. Okay. So, oh. yeah, that is not good. That is two, three, five, 11, 12, 13, 15. Yeah, that is not good. Uh, she looks at you and she sort of listens to what you have to say. And then when you finish it, she just looks at you and just goes, what? <laughs> just looks at you like you're some kind of dunce. Yeah. Like, she can't believe. Yeah. She can't believe what you're saying. You're yeah. Like, this guy can't be a captain. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I look at her and I sort of compartmentalise that look, which I've seen many times. The look, <laughs> the look, the look of how could you physically be this idiotic, right? Um, and in my head, I've sort of created a construct where when that look comes up, it just means that they're so confused by how awesome I am. They can't quite, you know, right, they need a moment, right? right? So I'm just sort of looking at her, nodding, just like, yes, yes, I know, I can be quite intimidating. So you're feeling quite <laughs> smug. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll give you a karma point back for that. I like that. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, and then it is the Duchess Annie Can's turn, I think. Now she's not happy. So with a mighty heave, she is going to try and throw both of you off in different directions. So she's going to make one attack. It's going to be applied to both of your defenses. And she's going to be dividing her two damage, which she would normally do, into one each. So uh, she's rolling. She's losing a dice because uh, because she's drugged up. So she's only rolling five, uh, seven. Sorry, eight minus one is. There we go. So she has rolled nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. I think that's both of you, isn't it? Both of your defenses. Have we got fidget? Yes, and Wolf, yeah. So, so you're both thrown off, and you both take one point of damage. And she stands there in the middle of the room, lets out a mighty roar, and she's got, like, blood pouring down her face from where she was whacked with a, with a wrench. And her armor's kind of crumpled a little bit where you gave her that great big bear hug. But she's still there, and she's mad. What next? What are you doing? Uh, I'm going to try and hit her again. Okay. Uh, so, two dice. And... 
Oh, and a karma point, so I'll add that in. Just two. Uh, that is a 15. <laughs> it casually kind of just parries. It's not even a parry, really. She just brushes it aside. It's like your biggest punch. And she just says, just brushes it aside casually. <laughs> I am crushed. <laughs> Who would like to go next? Uh, I am willing to take a shot. Okay. Um, I'm not going to go back in with the wrench, but I am going to pull out my blazer and give mm-hmm. that a shot. Eighteen. It is a hit. Two points of damage. She has two health left. The uh, describe this to me. You've taken out the big bad of the adventure, so you get to describe how this happens. What happens? Oh, uh, so in Fidget's head, they've like rolled over one of the gurneys, looked up from above it, and then just kind of grabbed their gun and popped and then gone pew pew <laughs> because do you actually need... say do you actually oh, say pew pew oh yeah Fidget yeah, right. needs to add in sound effects okay. so okay. you know yeah they, they've owned it up gone pew pew and like hitting each shoulder to make them like stagger backwards <laughs> dramatically well you have one Duchess Ali Khan collapses to the floor she looks up at you and just as she expires, she says, I'll be back. And then she just dies in front of you. No, what will you be? Will you be Batman? <laughs> will you be- <laughs> I'll be Batman. <laughs> nice That's into the sequel. <laughs> I suppose we'll never know. <laughs> Not truly. <laughs> well done. You this have will be won. one of the mysteries forever. <laughs> Unfortunately, as she dies, she pulls out a tiny little remote control and presses a button. And you hear across the intercom a voice. It says, 30. Ah. 29. Okay, we rush. Let's run! (laughs) I start running to the um, relocator, obviously. (laughs) So you all charge back to the translocators and beam back to your ship. Let's see if you do this in time. (laughs) I think this is going to be on fidget. How quickly can you beam them using your engineering skill? Let's give this a shot. So, uh, or is the entire adventure going to end right here? Right. <laughs> let's, let's give this a try. So, upon hearing this countdown, I'm like, guys, we got to go. <laughs> There's been tons of sightseeing, not we're gone, though. So, I'm scrambling to get over, fidgets. together. Um, oh, and that doesn't look good. <laughs> right. Five. Uh, 10, 13, 14. Anyone got any karma they can give her? What if I had any? Anyone? I, I can if I'm allowed. You're not allowed to. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any. Did you get any sixes? Oh my gosh. Uh, no, I did not. <sighs> oh no. <laughs> it's not looking good. I'm, I'm scrambling. I'm playing with I, I'm doing what I can, can I, but... 
Can I try to use my intelligence to see flashbacks? Ah. Someone can use karma for a flashback. If you come out with something logically you might have done earlier, spend a karma point that will help you out in this situation and save the day. Who who has karma left? Not I. Woof. I do. It's down to you then. (laughs) Perfect timing with background noises. Um... Thing is, I'm not very good with computers. No. Um. Maybe you said something um, useful to Fidget earlier. Maybe. <sighs> no. <laughs> I can't think of anything either. I mean, I mean, I... <laughs> I like what Bez said. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna say that earlier on, I casually remarked as we were uh, beaming aboard. Mm. It's gonna be really important at some point that we get off here as quickly as we can. You know. <laughs> yeah, maybe leave the coordinates locked in. If somebody could leave the coordinates locked in, you know, I really reckon that could that could save us in a pinch. Yeah. Okay. And then as you beamed over, Fidget kind of at the last second said, oh, hang on a second. Let me just make sure the, the coordinates are locked in. Which means... I've got to remember to carry the six. That's where I went wrong last time. Yes. As you left, you said to Fidget, don't forget to carry the six. <laughs> and that came back to you just at the last moment there, Fidget. And you just about managed to beam everyone back to the uh, FSS Brazen, just as the Independent explodes in a massive ball of fire. Well, glad we got out of there, eh? A crewman. Well, member. I guess we didn't need to destroy the ship. <laughs> they did it for us. A crew member <laughs> rushes up to you, Captain, and says, Captain! Captain! Yes? It's way at Earp! Wyatt Earp? Wyatt Earp seems to be loose on the lower decks. And with that, we get the closing credits. (laughs) (laughs) To be continued? (laughs) Well done, everyone. You made it with the skinnier teeth, I think, then. Just about. Yeah, that... Wow. it would have been quite funny if we all just died in a blazing glorious <laughs> fire. I thought we were going to have to leave one person behind. I mean, that took all our karma and everything out of us. <laughs> but you did make it. You did make it in time. Well done, everybody. That was really good fun. I enjoyed that immensely. Thank you, everyone, so much for joining us today and playing this. <laughs>